you go, Ralph. <gasps> you choo choo choose me? Happy Valentine's. We ready to roll? Uh, I'm goddamn born ready. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages podcast. It's big boys playing with big toys. This is quality content. The boomers are into it. Yeah, no shit. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Uh, I am a visionary. Like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, no, no, that's not me. That's somebody else. Jason Nyes. Yeah, sure. I'm not getting any vegetables in my diet. I'm just a thick boy. Jose Guzman. Well, they should be here, I think. I told you, shouldn't have fucked the fucking squid. (laughs) Kelly Harris. Tell him, Kelly, it's Band-Aids. If there's any gang you want to be with, it's MDK. It's all about fucking hugs. And our good buddy Mahoney. And Mahoney's here. What's up, Mahoney? You know what I was thinking, though, is... You're a cracker-ass bitch. This is some unprecedented shit. Like, no one's ever done anything like this before. It's gonna be massive. It's gonna be great. And it's all killer, no filler. My seat's on fire! You take so hot! Like, this could never air today. It's there. It's reliable. You know what you're getting every single time. Man, I'm so glad you found us. You're all terrible people, and I'm glad you're my friend. <laughs> What's that <in> the intro? <laughs> That's really funny. Over 500 episodes, and you'd think they'd have the hang of it by now. Jose's like, are we live? <laughs> Let's goddamn do it. I'm waiting on you guys. What is happening, everybody? Today is Tuesday, February 11th, 2020, and this is episode number 502 of the Panels on Pages podcast. I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nye. Who the fuck is Renee Zellweger? Jose Guzman. You didn't get me this time, Atlanta. <laughs> Kelly Harris. Poopa dopa. This is my poopa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I appreciate that, Kelly. That was you for Ben. And so will Ben. <laughs> and Mahoney's here. What's up? I need to know five more people I have crushes on. Quick. Nice. Hot pocket. Nice. Lee. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. They don't have to be current. They can be all time. I went okay, to the well for fine. That's yeah. the criteria. People send them. <laughs> nice. Right, hit up on with crushes on the on the chat or the uh the Discord for it. So man. Boy. Bowl of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! It's uh, it has been a hell of a week around well, these Portillo's parts. Italian beef, <laughs> cake shake for sure. Oh yeah, cake shake. Someone oh, man, was talking, talking about them blizzards earlier. You know what? We were honestly, talking about ice cream before the show. Honestly, and, uh, I could I could much easily, much more easily complete a list of six foods I have crushes on than uh, than real life people. That's not about right. They can be yeah. fictional people too. It's okay, but uh. We were we went to a Baskin Robbins last weekend, and they got a fucking birthday cake with sprinkles flavor. It is the shit, y'all. It Did you good. count all the flavors? It's like, I'm not a big ice cream guy. That shit was delicious. Like I need 31 exactly. I think it is 31 all the time, right? And that their whole gimmick. Like then the 31 out at a time, they're not always the same. Well, that three. was that was why you'd count. You'd test them on. No, it 32. I doubt you can find a Baskin Robbins these days that actually has 31 flavors on hand. They put it in the fucking logo. 
Yeah, and, but uh, that Lojo is subject to change. Yeah, but you got to think most Baskin Robbins these days share a space with a Dunkin' Donuts. They just don't have the the, the bandwidth. Which oh, is I'm why you're there. testing them. I'll lose my goddamn mind and walk in there and not find 31 flavors. <laughs> Lee, you got to go I, back. I, See, fuck, fuck me. I took them at their word. I thought the people at Baskin's and or Robbins were men of honor. I didn't realize that we had to fucking call them on their bullshit, Kelly. So thank you. I think these days it's more they have 31 flavors at any given time throughout their stores or throughout the United States. Right. Oh, that's some horse shit. I don't like I said, it. Don't don't come to one store asking for 32 different little trial spoons. <laughs> you better go hit up 32 states. <laughs> but really, birthday like cake it. flavor like I like cake. I like birthday cake, but like I don't like things that are birthday cake, birthday cake flavored because that just means they're flavored like sprinkles no 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 it had like a like a cake batter type flavor to it so it actually kind of tasted like a cake. yeah with uh with, with sprinkles in it. it was fucking good but also nice. like, like, sprinkles is definitely a go-to cake batter yeah and but sprinkles suck like that motherfucker more like rainbow chip chips as opposed to like sprinkle sprinkles mm. not wrong it's a mint chocolate chip mixed with some oreo cookie Rawr. i would recommend it i you know uh, fucking th- th- four swims it's good it's good stuff i would recommend that like they have the birthday cake flavored oreos and like i don't want to fuck with those but you know what i do fuck with those uh caramel coconut oreos they got now they taste like uh, uh, what what yes what? yes Who? they taste like the uh caramel delight girl scout cookies aka the samoas i don't like that no oh it's delicious no no the sound no. awesome fuck a coconut sounds tremendous you, put the lie the you know what you go fuck a coconut tell us how it is <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, the, remember uh, that pop tom hanks like... movie when he fucked a coconut yeah yeah <laughs> And he drew a face on it and the blood of his dick. And he said to the coconut, <laughs> I'm the captain now. Yep. <laughs> Fucking the only reason you draw a face on a coconut is to pretend it's giving you a blowjob. And then he hey, got AIDS. See right through that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You know, AIDS is really big there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got just hit with a coconut and became mentally challenged and went on a very long walk across the island. <laughs> and then thought he was a toy. And then he bought a really shitty dilapidated house when he got on the other side. Oh, yeah. wow. And then That's he got deep. stuck at an airport. <laughs> and then he went and chased Leonardo DiCaprio across the whole goddamn country because he was being all being all con artisty and shit. Crazy. And through all this, he became a legendary children's TV host. Yep. <laughs> oh, that was that was a fun little bit there. I like that. <laughs> We're here for you, Lee. Oh, it's good. Some yes and, goddammit. <laughs> uh, but man, it's been fucking wild here. We had uh, some insane weather. Fuck weather, you guys. <laughs> so last Tuesday we did the show. I think it was like 72 and sunny. Beautiful oh, day. That sounds lovely. It was. Uh, then the next day, it rained for 11 and a half hours, and we had horrible flooding in the area. That sounds oh, bad. Lord uh, shit. Then the next day, it snowed four inches. That sounds bad. Uh, and then they had to close the school because of a horrible epidemic of flu and shit. Was... Oh, that's all bad. <laughs> oh, man. The <laughs> shit flu. Blue. Was and the four it, uh... inches of snow floating on top of the floodwater? Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like, it didn't make 
any sense. Like it's it was all we we had all four seasons in the span of a week. It was fucking nuts. It didn't make any sense at all. It was biblical. Oh, <laughs> very fucking weird. I'll tell you about some biblical. Yeah, Jose like had some very similar weather experiences this past week. I, it's almost oh, like yeah. someone's Wednesday trying to. We had tornadoes. Yeah, yeah but that's what it was. It was it was um it was sunny Tuesday. Wednesday was tornadoes. Uh, Thursday was flooding. Friday was snow. Sorry, I forgot about the tornadoes. <laughs> I mean, let's see. It, it gets caught up in there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and they they were they were closed schools Thursday and Friday because of uh, all the sickness. And I remember, yeah, because Friday it snowed, and I remember being just thinking, oh man, how pissed I would be if I was a kid wasting a fucking snow day on a day we're already out for other shit. I'd be so mad if I was those kids. <laughs> And you were sick? Yeah. Yeah, right. You're off yeah, of school Zoe, and sick. Yeah, Zoe said they had 11 teachers out on Wednesday. Jeez. Nobody was healthy. It's This almost yeah. seems like it's the end times, you guys. Yeah, uh, and that's why okay. I bought a fucking, like, you know, health mask, like, like surgical mask thing for our trip coming up to New York. And Nicole's like, oh, wait, some kind of pussy? I'm like, no, I just don't want to die <laughs> getting on a tube. <laughs> With a bunch of fucking disgusting, filthy randos going to, you know, LaGuardia. Buy a Bible. Yeah, no thanks. Call Stocking me out all you some want. of that holy water. Well, wow. at oh, least they canceled oh. all the Chinese people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That that was that's the big takeaway. <laughs> yeah, they sent out an email to uh, everybody at my work, and they're like, "Does he know we're suspending all travel for employees to China?" I'm like. Great. Way to way to do your part. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys spending a lot of time in China. Way way to save a life. No, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> fucking stupid. They're a big pen market in China. We do get a lot of our stuff from there. No, uh, shit. that's gonna cause problems in a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, they have yeah, something of a supply chain issue. They've shut down the entire movie theater industry in China. So that's taking. But a, they have. Yeah, that's taking a big hit. And uh, you know, Mulan's supposed to come out at the end of March, and Disney is like, "Not, nah, we're going forward. Fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> or not, give us our give us our money, China." Yeah, I bought um, I bought something off a Chinese store online, and I got an email the other day, and I was like, "Look, hey, you know, uh, appreciate the order. Uh, we got your money. It's great. Look, man, we'll send it when we can." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I probably would have told them, like, you know what, keep it. <laughs> yeah. like, How about this? You know, Throw it in the trash, <laughs> and then burn the trash. Enough. Like, no one is shipping anything right now. As soon as we can, we'll get it out. I'm making no promises. Would you like a refund? I'm like, no, but I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. Fancy new optimist. I really want it. So, <laughs> maybe we'll come with an extra bonus surprise. Optimus so. Prime, Patient Zero. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, he turns into a surgical mask. <laughs> he turns into like a hazmat vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, at some point in all this madness, a hobo asked me for a ride. Is that he was, good? Yeah. I was at Walmart checking out, and this guy walks up just reeking of alcohol, but not BO, which I thought was really refreshing. And he's like, hey, he's Lee, like, you were homecoming queen king you? <laughs> almost sounds like we had the exact same weekend just in different states <laughs> yeah. he says 
hey man, can you give me a ride to the bridge? And I'm like, nah, man. Oh, I'm not going to give you a ride to the bridge. This guy's just trying to kill himself. You can't even <laughs> yeah. give him a ride? Yeah. Help that dude kill himself. <laughs> well, in recent weeks, there or has been... Or he's trying to kill Lee. The story goes on. Uh, at, in recent weeks, and, and you know, I'll go so far as to say maybe past couple of years, the, there has been an increase in uh, homeless activity around the aforementioned bridge. Oh, they go uh, there to fuck. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It goes over the, the mighty Duck River. He follows me outside and the, la- the lady at the register is like, good luck and be careful. And I'm like, thanks. Registered drone. <laughs> and he follows me. I was like, I, was like, I just need a, I need a quick ride. I'm like, I, I got to I got to get home. I'm going to go in the totally opposite direction. I want to go in the opposite direction. <laughs> like, there's, I, I can't. I can't help you out. Sorry. He's like, look. He's like, look, man. I just, like, hey, how about this? How about I'll call you a cab? How about that? Like, oh, man, I already called them, and they said it'd be like two hours before they can get here. Look, man, if I walk, I'm not gonna make it. And I'm like, I would go inside and wait for the cab. Like, don't walk because you know you said you won't make it. But you should probably go inside. And he goes, and his next volley was, I don't even drink that much anymore. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, and that's why I'm so fucked up right now because I haven't drank in a long time, and now I'm all fucked up. So if you could just give me a ride, that'd be great. I said like, no. Have I have I mentioned I'm trying to get to my dick appointment? Yeah. No, not gonna do that. It's all right. Like, not today. I mean, uh, this is like, a real long conversation with a hobo. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm walking out into the car, my parking lot. He's just following me like a puppy. Like He just keeps talking. <laughs> he's, by now, he's got you. He's How invested. far away did you park? It was Walmart. It's far. Oy, oy, oy. I'm like, and I'm unloading the car, and he's just standing there yapping along. He's like, look, I got money. That's not the problem. I gave a lot of it to some bitch, and she's like, you can't have it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, bitches be tripping. Oh yeah, yeah we all got some bitch in our life. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I'm just still unloading. He goes, you know, and like they leave me alone down there, but you know, I do sleep with a knife. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they got some kind of some kind of new bad shit down there. Makes people makes makes motherfucker go crazy. Okay, but at this point, I'm in my car. <laughs> <laughs> with one hand on my knife, the other hand on the door, ready to slam that at a moment's notice. And he's like, you know, I knew a guy who took some of this shit, and they had to rest his ass downtown. He'd run around buck-ass naked. I'm like, uh-huh. I just need to ride down to the bridge. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, we're not going to do that. He goes, you know what, man? Like, it got to the point now. And bear in mind, like, I'm not leaving anything out. This is just the stream of consciousness this man was throwing at me. This guy's at the point now that, like, when I get arrested, which is not that often, they just let me go now. <laughs> I said, oh, they that's just, this, really. I just get to court, and the judge is like, oh, man, it's you. I, you know, you're, you're cool. You can go. And, you know, so, like, I just, I just need, like, a ride. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, man. Look, here's $7. All I got on me. Goodbye. <laughs> and I left his fast as possible from that point and i called nicole up and i said so hey so this hobo asked me to give him a ride 
and without missing a beat, she goes, "You did not give a hobo a ride." <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I did not. I did not. But uh, not for lack of trying. He was really going for it. I the least you could do is drive to the bridge and tell whoever's going to suck his dick that he's going to be late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, which one of you is uh? She got the knife clean. <laughs> oh my God. Savages. I think the most unbelievable part of the story is that there was an actual person working a register at Walmart. Yeah. God. Yeah. No shit. Right. Yeah. That part I added in for spice. <laughs> <laughs> Only false part about the story. Just to dress it up a little bit. <laughs> Remember <laughs> when Kerouac had to go pick up a hobo at a Walmart, <laughs> <laughs> and then gave that hobo his underwear? <laughs> he fucked that hobo, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. What hobo didn't he fuck? I don't know. I don't think he specifically said, but I don't think he said he didn't either. So some chick you picked up at a Walmart doesn't end up in your boxer shorts having not fucked her. That's a very unless you did really wrong or she robbed you. I heard that on a uh, NPR podcast once. I think so. It must be true. <laughs> be true. And then the only other thing of note is I saw the uh, the the Harley Quinn movie with the the girl, and she really enjoyed it. You know, they they should have just straight up called it Harley Quinn. I mean, that's what I told that's how I told Zoe. I'm like, hey, Zoe, you want to see the Harley Quinn movie? She's like, uh, yes. Fuck yeah. She was too high for it. And then you get up to the ticket counter and say, uh, two for birds of prey, please. And Zoe's like, what the fuck? (laughs) What's a bird? What's a prey? Yeah, we uh, we both had a good time with that one. Zoe loved it. Uh, she did not love Joker. She will talk shit about Joker longer than I will. She hated that fucking movie. Nice. But the Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Miss Harley Quinn, which I'm sure is the reason why the movie didn't do so right. It's just the name, <laughs> not the horrible marketing. Yeah, I mean, how uh, do you even get a ticket for that? Like, when you walk up and you're trying to say all those words, it's just... It- and if you don't say all of the words, the movie theater people will just say, I don't, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Like, I'm not familiar. You got to say the whole thing. Yeah. Like a pimp named Slickback. And they say, oh, you wanted to pre-order tickets for Sonic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, though, it's a Harley Quinn movie that introduces the concept of the Birds of Prey at the very end. So have your Harley Quinn movie and then do Birds of Prey piggybacking off of the success of your Harley Quinn movie. It's a good little bit of world building. Yeah. Uh, but what about when she emancipates people? I mean, they mm-hmm. all get emancipated. Good. It's good. It's it, it is I mean, there's not even it's not even close. It's my favorite DC movie. It's a damn fun time. It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. I'll see it in 4 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's not terrible, some... so we're not going to watch it for a commentary. Oh shit! I'm probably not gonna see it. It's got some really fun fights. Yeah, some like uh, uh, long take, like John Wick style fights, almost. Yeah, very good fights. Uh, some really fun performances. The fact that it was it had such a low budget, I think, benefited that. Yeah, yeah, I completely think so. Yeah, With all these high budget, we can fix in post, do all kinds yes. of crazy shit that they lose sight of the movie. Like, there was maybe one big CGI shot when they're walking up to the booby trap. But I, yeah. think, I think that's about it. Yeah. Well, Otherwise, it all felt very real and very, like, tactile. Yeah. You know? Was the booby yeah. trap a giant ring of garbage? No. No giant no. ring of garbage. Whoa. 
Yeah, not a single ring of garbage, not once. But everything was just uh, set dressed to shit. Like, yeah. really, really awesome set design. Uh, like I said, everything looked real and had a good feel to it. Uh, the Ewan McGregor was awesome. Yeah. He's a really good comic book movie he, villain. He was great. He did kind of remind me of... Um, what's his face in... Homeboy. Charlie's Angels. Yes! <laughs> um, fucking Sam Rockwell yeah. in Charlie's yeah, Angels. Justin Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, well, yeah, I can see that. Like, I think it, it, any villain... I feel that is like that is kind of a take off of his Charlie's Angels villain because he even came out dancing. Yeah, very similar type of flair. Yeah, yeah, good flair. Um, definitely, they they definitely wrote the word "fuck" in the script a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is uh, no. Cassandra Kane that I've ever seen, which is kind of weird. Like she could have just been some rando kid, and then it would have been fine. Like, sure. I, yeah, I think it's like, pretty clear that that was supposed to be young Catwoman. I don't know. Like you can have a pickpocket and it not be Catwoman. Okay, but why would you? But you know who's not a pickpocket? Cassandra Kane. That's true. I mean, you could have somebody going off murdering all of the people who are in the mob, but not have it be the Huntress. But what would be the point of that? Well, because you gotta you gotta get that diamond. And isn't yeah. wasn't Cassandra Kane a member of the Birds of Prey at one point? No, Maybe, but she was also you know Batgirl. Yeah, right. At that time, I will say one of the weirder things about positioning it as a Birds of Prey movie is when they would run the preview and they would show the names. They'd be like, Harley Quinn, Black Canary, The Huntress, Renee Montoya, Cassandra K. It's like, why are these people, why do they just have regular names? Like, <laughs> you can't just be like, this is a superhero team. And over there, you got Renee. Yeah. This is Cassie. Captain America, yeah. Iron Man, Thor, Craig. Yeah, like. <laughs> like, what? Craig? Get the fuck out of here, Craig. Yeah. It had- likes you anyway. It had similar style to Suicide Squad with kind of uh, the 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 names on the screens and stuff like that, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't so obnoxious and like and it just um, worked better. Yeah, at it, no it point was the best parts of Suicide Squad. How about that whole little almost Jared Leto retcon? Well, because they had all the like even the the cartoon. They didn't even make the cartoon. They didn't even try to make it look like him. Yeah, the cartoon yeah. looked more like you know uh, the animated series Joker, even. Which is interesting because, like, for a minute there, I'm like, is this not like the same Harley Quinn? But it totally is. No, it totally. They, they is. reference they, they reference that movie a bunch. Yeah. Like, okay, so it is that they're just leaving out the most interesting part of Suicide Squad, which is a bold move to make a semi sequel. To a movie that made a lot of money, but nobody liked, <laughs> and then leave out like the best one of the best parts. But you also made the movie out of the other best part, so I guess there's that. You know, uh, I enjoyed it, and like I think one of my favorite parts about it was that at every point throughout the movie, I knew why everyone was doing all the shit they were doing. Yeah, which I can't say for a lot of those DC movies. You you weren't confused as to their motivation, or you know. No, you know what the bad guy wanted. Mm-hmm. You know why he wanted it. 
you know how, why he was doing all the shit he was doing to get the thing that he wanted. Oh, man. Look at this tight script. <laughs> it's like they knew what they were doing before they got on set that day. I uh, realized today that the chick who plays Black Canary is Journey Smollett. She is Jussie Smollett's sister. And she was also, I think uh, uh, Tito brought this up in Discord. She was Michelle Tanner's friend in Full House. Little black okay. girl. And then she was on Hanging with Mr. Cooper. She looked like a female Michael B. Jordan. She looked great. Her face. Yeah, the uh, chick that plays the Huntress is Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who, among other things, was in 10 Cloverfield Lane. And she's excellent. She's yeah. very good. Yeah, can't yep. say there was re- a real weak spot in the whole thing. The fucking soundtrack and the score was real good. And- yeah, no, it was Zaz great. was a real creeper. Yeah. Like, there was yeah, that one Zaz scene was really good. Where, where he was like trying to talk him into killing that person. He's like, oh, man, you should kill her. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you should probably yeah, kill on. her. I don't know. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> it's it's all here. good. And their interactions together were pretty cool too. You know, he would come over and like rub his rub him down and try to calm him. He's like, No, it's cool. We just gotta, you know, do a lot of murder. He's, yeah, he's like a like an adult brat. <laughs> he like yeah. a spoiled brat. Yes. Yeah. Mob boss gangster guy. Like it was it was good. It's a lot of fun. I liked it a whole lot. But, but that's yeah. fucking my stuff. Uh real that, quick. That's my thing. Real quick. Yeah, this is my stuff. My thing. For for those that have not seen it yet. <laughs> Spoiler alert, motherfuckers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It's not even a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Oh, did I ruin it? So <laughs> the the big climax is happening and uh Roman Sionis goes off the side of the bridge and Jose out loud just says, Oh, guess no sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did not expect that. That was fucking pretty cool. Yeah, just boom. <laughs> just very unceremonious. Mary was uh, researching the movie after we got out, and she said that the hyena was actually just a huge dog that they CGI'd over to make look like a like a hyena because they looked into getting trained hyenas. But apparently, they're very dangerous. Uh, you, you wouldn't you expect that. Oh, no. you, you, really? And like, no, no. if they touch something, they take ownership of it and eat it. <laughs> yeah. Right. R.I.P. Margot Robbie. Yeah, they're not. You mean they're not these fucked up maniac dog things? <laughs> I was surprised. Well, we can't train one of those? I was actually surprised there was an animal on set at all. You know, considering that fucking dog hyena looked better than that CGI dog in that Harrison Ford movie. It really did. It really did. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I can't see a dog movie like... ever come out. Yeah, I think it's supposed to come out in the next uh, month or so. Okay. Soon? Yeah. But not yet? Yeah, I don't think it's out yet. As no. Mahoney would have seen it if it had come out. Right. I am not going to see that. You're gonna go. <laughs> I cannot tell that that dog is CGI though. Nor could I tell that that hyena was CGI. The see the fact that you can't tell that that dog's CGI that just speaks to the fact that you're not a dog person, and also you're just you're a tiny bit dead inside in that part of your brain, <laughs> to where like you can't emotionally connect with a dog. Uh, yeah, maybe Mahoney's brain has no concept of the uncanny valley. 
<laughs> yeah, every dog, every dog looks fake to me. Right. So. <laughs> he sees that Dire Straits music video. He's like, oh, this looks perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody watched. Uh, <laughs> he watched the Polar Express and didn't know what people were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I thought all of those real life actors were great. <laughs> That was a good documentary about a train. <laughs> the special effects in Shrek are excellent. <laughs> Amazing practical makeup effects. Really cool how they make them green. Mahoney yeah. doesn't like video games because he thinks it's just controlling real people. <laughs> it's very creepy. The devil's work. <laughs> the video games you play are essentially just walking real people around. Yeah. That's uh, a very good point. A lot has been made, and we talked about it on the Discord, a lot has been made about how you know, it didn't have a huge opening, even though internationally it covered its $80 million budget. But I think, uh, and I said this on Discord, the, the best case scenario is it does get good word of mouth and has a good, you know, two-month run, three-month run in theaters, makes some good money, and then all these studios realize, hey, not every comic book movie has to be $300 million. We can right. do these $80 million ones, and it doesn't have to open huge, just as long as it's good, you know, the word of mouth will get around and people will go see it. Yeah, and they'll fucking, you know, they'll buy it on iTunes or some shit when they come out, and they'll sell streaming rights, like, they're gonna make yeah. money off of it, like, for sure. And, you know, like, the whole movie was primarily women, you know, women characters, the soundtrack was mostly women, but I do not feel like they hit it over our heads that you no. know, th this was shit. go woke, go broke, you know? No, not at all. But also, you know, at the end of the day, too, it's also an R-rated movie, so th those never make as much. Yeah, but this is a world where both It movies made over $100 million on their opening weekend, so... And Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. Like, after, Deadpool, after Deadpool is an anomaly. And, like, and Logan. Yeah but, yeah, but after those movies, that just set a standard for R-rated comic movies. Like, there's but no yeah, okay, now. but... Like I said before, it's an R-rated semi-sequel to a movie that nobody liked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was just, the marketing was just bad. And the marketing was not good. But good for them. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was out. a success. Everyone should be pleased. I mean, yeah, good on you for not being dog shit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, everyone who said it was good was correct. Yeah, that's fine. I'm like, I don't know anybody who didn't like it. Yeah, no, no real. The the lady saw the trailer and she wasn't big into it, but she was going to see it because we were all seeing it and she yeah. enjoyed it. Yesterday, I talked to a guy at work who didn't like it because it didn't have the jo Joaquin Phoenix Joker in it, and then he told me he hadn't seen either movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to take a walk off the bridge, like that fucking dipshit who was ranting about Parasite winning Best Picture. Because I love that Parasite one because it just brought out all the dipshits. Yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts to think that Kelly and Lee were ahead of the curve on Parasite. It's yeah, really I, good. It's incredible. Like it, it totally deserved to win. And like I said, I it's just bringing out the worst takes, and I love it. You know what? I didn't? love that the, the climax... Of Parasite, no spoilers. The climax, like the defining moment of Parasite, is just, you know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's 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 really good. You, you know what? And you can't you can talk just... about Parasite without being like, all right, let me sit you down and tell you about the entire movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that doesn't spoil any goddamn thing. Yeah. I was trying to talk to my dad about it. I'm like, oh, you got to fucking check out Parasite. And I kind of gave him a kind of like, you know, told him the first act, essentially. He's like, oh, that sounds really rad. I'm like, yeah, it's just a uh, Korean flick. You know, you can stream it anywhere now. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm out. Like, Reading? <laughs> Nicole did the same shit. Nicole's like, I don't want to read a movie. I go, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I saw a tweet that it's, was like. It, but it's just second nature to you and I, Lee, at this point. Right. But it's always been that way. Like I've always watched like like what do you do? Like so when someone speaks of you know Spanish in a TV show and they subtitle it, you just gloss over. Oh fuck, what happened in that scene? Like no, you just deal with it. <laughs> what about everything oh. Jabba the Hutt has ever said? Yeah, like so, well, I've never seen Narcos. Like I've tried to watch Narcos multiple times, but there's so many subtitled parts. Cannot. Pay attention to be doing something else, and yeah. I echo what's going on. You're really concerned about my ability to focus and watch. Like, oh, uh, Mahoney, you're probably gonna have to drop off, come back on. You're cutting in and out, but I think your problem is you need to do be doing yeah. nine things at once just to keep the demons at bay. Yeah, yeah, that you need to like the, take your phone show away off. from you. <laughs> I did enjoy on Twitter Neil Brennan talking about how he didn't understand Parasite. Yeah, and he's uh, one of the greatest comedic minds of the past 20 years, so what the fuck, guy? Yeah. No, that that dude, it's clearly a guy who made too much money. (laughs) Oh, he's definitely a guy that made too much money. Yeah, he made too much money, and now he doesn't understand what a movie that's criticizing capitalism is right class systems and all that yes it's like no i am not the villain it's like what i've seen not just a lot of people have been like so which ones are the parasites <laughs> like you fucking dummies <laughs> that's how dumb americans are yeah that we yeah. think the title of a movie has to be in the movie physically in some way <laughs> Oh, God. Just think how we live in a day and age where the movie that won Best Picture and the director who won Best Director, is his name is Bong. It is. <laughs> we did Bong. it. And James now, Bong. It is, it is kind of fucked. I do think that there is a legitimate criticism when they're like, okay, you're going to put a movie in the Best Picture category and also the Best Foreign Film category. Like, you probably should have picked one or the one. other. No. Like, Because the other movies don't only get one category. What's that? The other movies don't only get one category. You ever seen an animated feature in both the best animated feature and best picture? Yes. When? Uh, I believe it was shortly thereafter that they introduced the the ten nominees for best picture. Uh, Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. But even then, that's dumb then. Because, like... Never mind, because I remember like when they did a thing back in the day, when I was when I gave a shit about things like the MTV Music Video Awards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking loved those back in the day. I'm like, wait a minute, how the fuck is this thing gonna be video of the year? Whatever it was, it might have been some Eminem video. Like this, this Eminem video was video of the year, 
but it didn't win rap video of the year. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, <laughs> I, I, I just want I just want to interrupt you real quick because Beyonce had the best music video. <laughs> <laughs> I like the logic better that if you only have one foreign language film nominated for best picture, then obviously it's gonna win best foreign language film. So maybe yeah, you right. just give that award to those guys. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, skip so that keep in the that telecast. one out of the foreign film category. But then it's like if you do win that, you're just second place. True. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah a I good mean, point. if I, you lose if foreign I'm, category and win best picture, still. Yes. See that, but that I think is weird. Yeah. If you're not no, the I think best you have to foreign film, then how are you the best film? But I think you should be able to win both. I think you should win every category you're the best at. Well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. you got to think that. You know, not everybody in the Academy sees all of the foreign film nominees. So, well, yeah, probably why are they not. on the Academy if they're not watching other movies they're voting on? Because <laughs> yeah. they're all like, white people that don't have time for we... things that aren't Matlock. Oscar's so white. <laughs> remember when we did a the picture of Choice somebody... Award? What's that? And I won like all of them? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't disqualify me from categories. It's true. Yeah. That is a very good point. Oh, what Beauty going on, Kelly. Beauty and the Beast in 1991 was the first animated film nominated for Best Picture. But there was no animated feature category. At that okay, time. well, Up in 2009 and Toy Story 3 also received Best Picture nominations. Okay, all right. Yeah, I thought I was going to say, I thought Toy Story was for sure. Then I recant my statement. <laughs> Got him. See, because I'm a big enough person to be like, I was wrong about that. Something everybody else should do once in a while. Mm-hmm, right. Not you guys. You guys are fine. You know who you're talking to, fucking Craig. <laughs> but why couldn't Joker win Best Picture? Because that movie sucks. <laughs> oh, you, you just don't understand. Yeah, it's not an objectively good movie. Lee, do you <laughs> even live in a society? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lee, I don't know if you've noticed, but you we know, live in a society. You know, it did uh, go the complete opposite route of Parasite because during the third act of Joker, the lead character just basically says out loud the thesis of the movie. <laughs> That's true. It's very easy to understand. What In if, case it was just too subtle. <laughs> what if that hobo at Walmart becomes a Joker and Lee oh, was shit. responsible? Lee is the Thomas oh, Wayne of his story. I mean, at this oh, point, he's going to be Mr. Freeze for anything else. <laughs> Real cold out there, night. But Lee, what ah. if, what if society's the joke, and he's the punchline, mm-hmm. and oh. he's the er? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Kelly? Oh, uh, not much. Uh, this past weekend, I got a chance to actually play the uh, Power Ranger oh, board her. game. Finally. Oh wow! Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's a cool game. Oh, you guys, should, you guys should bring it to Toy Fair. Don't think I wouldn't. <laughs> That's a lot to fit in the suitcase. <laughs> That's the only thing keeping us from doing it. <laughs> Possibly is the amount of space it'll take up. You gotta swallow each piece and then throw them up when you get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite big. Yeah, but I also They've... pack light, so maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a fun game. I. They really the battle mechanics cool. I like how, like it's it's a challenging game. We almost lost. 
Yeah, we lost a few times. It's uh, it's that's but that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to. It's a fun teamwork game. You're not all trying to punch each other to death or whatever. And then uh, a few times with some groups, and um, last time I was at Goat's brother's house, and uh, his his brother was like, eh, "I don't know, I'll I'll check it out, I'll play it, what well, is fine." And then by the end of the game, he was like sweating, walking circles around the table, like, "No, no, no, no. now we got to do this," and then we'll do this. <laughs> Go from like a madman. He was not about to lose his fucking game. No, it was great, good times. When when we were picking our characters, one of my friends just goes, "I want the one that was autistic in the movie." <laughs> Jesus! I'm like, all right, here's blue. <laughs> Outstanding. Yep. And then uh, Sunday was uh, New Japan's new beginning in Osaka, and that was a really good show. Uh, you had Hiromu Takahashi defending the junior title against uh, Ryu Lee. And that was a nuts match because those dudes always go and try and kill each other. They almost succeeded last time when uh, Lee dumped Hiromu on his head and broke his neck. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so this was their first match after that. And, like, within of the first, like, five minutes, well, the first 30 seconds was them immediately running at each other and, like, kicking each other in the face and then exchanging german suplexes and then the next like four and a half minutes were just them chopping each other so real technical yes yeah there's a really cool spot where uh lee sat uh hiromu on the uh the fence around the ring or the, the barricade i should say and went and did a dive through the ropes and speared Hiromu off of the barricade and onto the, the announce table. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's their Japanese table, so it didn't break, of course. Now the fuckers made a mahogany. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then just dro- dropping each other on their heads back and forth like they do. Exploding neck match. Yes, because they... <laughs> Jesus Christ. They just have no... <laughs> No sense of their own safety or anybody else's when they're those two are against each other. It's a rivalry for the ages. I love it. And uh, Moxley successfully defended the U.S. title against Minoru Suzuki. That was a cool match. I greatly enjoy Mox working in the eye patch at New Japan. That's yep, pretty clever. I like that. Yep, That's some old old school shit right there. Yeah. And then in the uh, main event, uh, Naito retained both the heavyweight and intercontinental title against Kenta. Uh, didn't come out unscathed. Uh, he, <laughs> at like the last two minutes of the match or so, went face first into a turnbuckle that had the pad removed. Oh. And, you know, you see that spot in wrestling. Turns out you can get real fucked up on it. Just split his forehead wide open. And uh, needed, like, a bunch of stitches and staples to close it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's like, oh, guess that spot really is dangerous. <laughs> Who knew? This yeah. was totally safe. Because, yeah. yeah, that just... It, it didn't even blade. Like, it just caught it wrong and split him right open. So it was a cool visual to have the closing stretch with his face just 
pissing blood. <laughs> oh. Good God. Onita! <laughs> Spurt. 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 <laughs> there he is, still spurting in Japan. Oh, Good man. for Matt Tremont getting to wrestle in Japan. That should be the name of Kelly's YouTube vlog. Spurting in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Finding himself a waifu. <laughs> but did you see in the pictures the spurt? Oh, there's like in motion spurt? Yeah, you can see the spurt coming out of the Ooh. wound. Uh, I was looking more at the wounds. Yeah, no, yeah. if you look, you can see the spurt. In, bo- in both of the pictures, so it was like going con- pretty consistently until he taped it up. I'm a big fan of. Going. I don't. I don't know if you guys are the same, but I'm a big fan of seeing the spurt. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't see the spurt, how you know it's over? Yeah, right. Love a good spurt. Don't there you hate no it? Like when right before really the happen? spurt, they like cut to the logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's some good spurt. You got You got to zoom in. Yep. But that is some good spurt. Is this yep, the second? The second link you sent? Uh, both one? of them have the spurt. Uh, and then I see him all taped up with duct tape. Yep. Yeah, you just gotta Horrible. tape yourself up when you have a gaping wound in your arm. This guy. So he. He. So for those of you that haven't seen these, he. Uh, Matt, our, our boy, nice cosplay, <laughs> Matt Tremont, took a. Suplexed on the top rope into a pile of light tubes and ended up with a gash on his arm. I'm going to say is what? Probably a solid three inches wide and six inches long. Yeah, it's 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 real big. <laughs> yeah, like real significant. And this crazy motherfucker just like, cool, get me uh, some rags and some black duct tape. I got work to do. That's a Sabu <laughs> move right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just squirt some crazy glue in there. You're good to go. Yeah. That is not a man to fuck with. Yeah. That's dedication. That's that's a man with a horn on his head from all the scar tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his little heart. Yep. Or I mean, gigantic heart. His <laughs> <laughs> gigantic working overtime heart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Deathmatch legend Matt Tremont. Yep. Yep. He earned that title. <laughs> Not like fucking Luther. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck thank him. God it looks like the Nightmare Collective is gone. Yep. Brandy claims that it was her call to kill the Nightmare Collective. Well, yeah, of course. Some- she also has great audio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw some uh, article pop up in my thing. It's like, Brandy explains why the Nightmare Collective, you know, whatever's gone. Like, I could have saved you 500 words. Like, sucked. Yeah, <laughs> real bad. And see, I said this on Discord. It's like, I liked it when it was just her and Kong snatching bitches' wigs. But then they turned it into the Straight Edge Society with fucking Deathmatch legend Dr. Luther. Yeah, like one. Yeah, once it was just those two, it was all right. I like the, yeah. the gimmick, but like when they started shaving heads, like that's not what I wanted out of this. No, and I feel like I think I feel worst of all for that male chick because this bitch got her head shaved on TV for nothing. She sure did, but she's she's still got a contract, so yeah. So was it for nothing? <laughs> True enough. Called that job security. She said, "I'll play your dumb games." 
I'll tell you, your audio is great. <laughs> feel, <laughs> feel sorry for her in about three months when that hair starts growing back. That's when the true victims come out. That's yeah. a very good point. <laughs> what you got going on, nice? Shit, not a whole lot besides packing up and getting ready to get the fuck out of here. We close on the house tomorrow. Oh, so, oh nice. man. Oh, shit. Yeah, we, we close tomorrow and then we move on Saturday. So it's all coming to a head. Uh, I have been, like, I've never used uh, Facebook Marketplace before, but I used it to get rid of my uh, uh, turtle murder house. <laughs> uh, oh, no, actually, that was Craigslist, but I did get some offers from uh, Facebook Marketplace. But then I've got, I had this fucking, like, four or five boxes of trading cards. Sports cards, basketball cards, baseball cards, whatever, that I've you moved. You're a sportsman, you. I've, I have moved them at least nine times in my life in the past 30 years. And... I'm done with that. I'm done with lugging this fucking 50-pound weight around my neck. And none of them are worth a goddamn thing. So I said, you know what? 40 bucks, Facebook Marketplace, and I got an offer almost immediately. And those shits, I didn't even help the guy take him to his car. Because that's part of it. It's like, I don't want to lift these up anymore. No. So come get them. Get the fuck out. Give me 40 bucks. And every time... Uh, I would have somebody come pick something up and give me money. I'd fan out the money and fucking fan myself with it right in front of Mary. It's It's like, look at me. I made $140 just now. So, yeah, I got 40 bucks for my baseball cards, and I got 100 bucks for my entire CD collection. That boggles my mind. CDs are actually, like, they're worth money because... So many people just trashed them when once MP3s came in. And you can still put a CD in your computer and load it to your iTunes or whatever. Uh, what will surprise you is that the CD cases, like the vinyl cases, are the mo- worth the most. Like those case logic things with the, the binder pages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are the most valuable of any CD thing whatsoever. Oh, yeah, because they just don't fucking make them anymore. Yeah. Interesting. A uh, guy came to pick up my uh, compact disc collection, and he's like, I'm here for the CDs, and I'm like, yeah, CDs nuts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. He's <laughs> he like, God damn it, this happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, though. Uh, so that that was cool. Um uh, watch the Oscars. We talked about the Oscars a little bit, but we did not touch on the fact that the Irishman didn't win anything. And man, I was so proud of that. That that made me feel real great. And then uh, you guys hear about Sam Raimi signing on to do the Doctor Strange sequel? Oh yeah, and no one will ever meddle with the thing he wants to do with that movie. Well, it's funny that you say that, Kelly, because. When's the last time Sam Raimi made something that was, like, real good and and unmeddled with? Because, you know, he did three Spider-Man movies, and two of those are good, and the the third one they meddled with. And then he did that awful Disney 
uh, Oz the Great and Powerful oh, movie. The Oz oh, movie, I forgot right. about that. Yeah, and like that's Disney, so he knows how to work within that studio system. So he's he's just looking for that paycheck, man. I don't know if he's he's looking to to rock the boat at all at Disney, but still a cool a cool name to be attached, especially going back to the days of Spider-Man, bringing him back into the comic book movie fold is kind of cool. And Doctor Strange is a good fit for that. Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. It's a shame that you know we lost the dude that was doing Doctor Strange previously, but. It's so unfortunate that you've already forgotten his name. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Strange. Nope. No, Scott. Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Yes, Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrick's kid. <laughs> he just uh, did what I do whenever I see a person who says they know me in public. <laughs> like, yeah, good to see you too, man. That, that guy. <laughs> hey, there you are, champ. What's up, homeboy? Kid from middle school who wants me to drive you to a bridge for you getting your dick sucked. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about it for me. Uh, you know, I've been doing so much moving and packing that I've just been waking up, sneezing my fucking balls off every morning. And then I cleaned out from under the bed the other day, and I was like, oh, this is why I wake up sneezing every morning. Because there's fucking an <laughs> inch thick of dust on all this shit underneath the bed. Disgusting. God, I'm just looking around this room, thinking about the threat of moving, and I just want to cry. I'm not jealous of you at all. <laughs> oh, we're stoked. We're stoked. Oh, yeah, you should be. You definitely should be. Because we're, we're essentially doubling our square footage. Yeah, no, you, you definitely should be excited. I, the first thing I did when we went to look at that house is we're looking through it, and we go into the master bedroom, and I go into the master closet. And I walk in there, and I spread my arms out, and I just did a spin. <laughs> and I didn't touch anything. Like, look at all the room for activities. That's awesome. We so can happy for you guys. Oh, thank you so much. That's great. What's yeah. up, Jose? Man, I, feel, I feel like you got some, some, some hot Atlanta stories, dog. <laughs> my own little nature adventure. So we get in. I looked at the weather before I left. And all it said was, like, it was going to be kind of chilly. Like, 70s to 50s. So I was like, okay, well, that's pretty much the weather we got here. When Jose says he looked at the weather, I just imagine him just looking up in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me weather. Lick his finger, put it in the air. (laughs) Tell me of this other town, Atlanta. What weather you foresee. So, go, you know... Get in on Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, whatever fucking day it was, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and it was all right. It was a little gray. Uh, the walk to work was a little bit. The the convention center in Atlanta um, can be interesting. It's very big. A, B, and C halls. They're all big. I'm staying near the A hall. The show's on the C hall. There's a whole lot of doors that they don't let you use. Lots of doors to the A-hole. They will, <laughs> will they not let you use the B-hole, Jose? Not all the time. Sometimes okay. they got to sneak in through the B-hole. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes um, you accidentally go in the B-hole when you were meant to go in the C-hole. Yeah, well, just, you're just, to slip just in, carried you know? away. 
You find both T's just right up the B-hole. Well, because they don't always light it well. <laughs> so sometimes yeah, you, you like go in what? the wrong hole. Two and a half inches between the C-hole and the B-hole. <laughs> Easy to make a mistake. So, go to leave, <laughs> so and it's stupid. fucking pouring. So I got to walk to work in the rain. So day one, we walk through a fucking torrential downpour. I get to work. I'm soaked. There's flood warnings. The next day, we had heavy rains and a really thick, dark fog. So we're just trying to get to work. Fog. Can't see shit. The next day, it fucking snows. (laughs) <laughs> it's ridiculous in Atlanta never had that happen so we gotta walk <laughs> to work in the fucking snow the next day it's fucking freezing and snows again the fucking last show day there was a small earthquake outside of Atlanta Jesus Um, by the friends hotel there was a shooting and then well, that's just Atlanta some yeah. chick Shit on the side of Walgreens. So <laughs> you must have been so pro CVS. How do you know that it was chick shit? We saw her shit. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a woman. So you didn't just like diagnose it like a bear or something. Yeah, no, no we didn't come across this. it and sniff the wind and <laughs> the fruits and berries around us and saw, saw the, traces of kale. This the is disturbed this shrub. Shit. No, she shit on the side of the building. Well, also you don't know what she identifies as. So yeah, well, she definitely identifies as shitting outside in public. <laughs> So, yeah, if you're shitting that. outside in public, are you really concerned about pronouns? No. <laughs> uh, Don't look at me! <laughs> so, and then at the end of uh, <laughs> the lovely show, again, because not all doors are doors at the Atlanta Convention Center, uh, exhibitor, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was an exhibitor or somebody who was attending the show who had a bag, but I... I pretty sure he had like stuff on a dolly i'm pretty sure he was an exhibitor so he's trying to go out the door uh that that's a door that you've kind of been going out through all day which at a certain time they tell you no this is not a door anymore this door has become a wall <laughs> go all the way around <laughs> the door down the fucking nope road. can't go through that door that door's a chair yeah <laughs> no not real anymore <laughs> So he, surprise, surprise! He, now you're like, a door. Yeah. He was like, "No, fuck that! I'm gonna go through this door." He's like, "No, you're you, a can't, cow. you can't go through this door." So he goes to go through the door, and the guy goes to stop him, and the exhibitor shoves the security guard, and the security guard shoves back, and they just start swinging on each other. Then there's two security guards beating the shit out of the guy. <laughs> oh. And then there's everyone else come running and screaming, and people are pulling out their phones to record it, like. And the crazy part was, like, nobody's really helping the guy. They just start pulling out their phones. So many world star TikTok mm-hmm. were made that day. That doesn't like a very world star TikTok. Um, and then fucking... So, today, it, it, it was gray and cold the whole time. 
I'm leaving this morning, so I bundle up to get ready for the cold fucking hike to the airport, and it's hot. <laughs> it's gray and hot, and I'm fucking sweating. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm, at, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> you crazy with this weather, man. I'm out of here. A fucking earthquake, and it snowed? <laughs> Something was going on. For you guys to have that weird shit back to back to back to back, and then, yeah. and then even in Atlanta, weather was weird like that. It is some some end times shit. You were right about that, and I was like, it's it's very, very, very strange. It's almost as if we broke the planet. Yeah, <laughs> almost like we've all got this coming. Mm-hmm. They let into the, the father come and do son. They let Trump play with that weather machine they got. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What's this button do?" <laughs> no. He just turned it all the way to the right, and the knob broke off. Yeah. Like that when I found it. <laughs> Gigantic hands. <laughs> Obama broke it with his tiny hands. Don't <laughs> do it. He went. He ran. Um, but you know, back up in this mother, Atlanta didn't win. I was just, I was like, just let the weather be good enough for my plane to take off. Yeah. That, that that's all. That's all I'm asking for. Didn't need another twelve-hour travel day. No, no, eat a dick with that. God damn. I will not. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you will. <laughs> Nothing uh, makes a 12-hour travel day better than eating a dick. I want to see you make me, Kelly. Oh, that reminds me. So uh, I fucking of what I fucking forget the context. But when I was you know going through all the recent episodes looking for clips for the intro, uh, there's one bit where we're talking about cops, and Kelly just goes, oink, 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 <laughs> And it just made us all laugh, and Kelly's like, or uh, Jose's like, this guy's going to get us all shot. <laughs> so now, whenever we're out and about, and we see cops, I do that, and Mary's like, God, no, don't, sh- don't you can't say that. It's like, they can't hear me, the windows are up. Oink, 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 oink. <laughs> I was saying this shit about cops the other day, and so it was like, I don't understand why you say this stuff all the time. Isn't your friend, you know, a cop? And I go, yeah, but like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like when a racist has that one black friend. It's like, oh yeah, he's one of the good ones. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's one of the good ones. But you know, you know, fuck the rest of them guys. Just sitting around waiting to ruin somebody's day. <laughs> She's the, that's not the way to think about these things, Dad. And I'm like, wait, do you get a ticket? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is this part serving or protected, man? Wait, wait till she gets profiled for her last name. Yeah, mm-hmm. no shit, that's coming. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, don't, that's don't try coming. leaving the country. Getting back in is going to be a bitch. Yeah, don't stay out like, in the sun too out. long, Zoe. Make sure that passport. Make sure that papers are tight. <laughs> Get What's going on, Mahoney? Oh, Lee. Are you excited, Lee? Can you feel it in the air? I don't like the tone in your voice. What? Do you know XFL started? Football! <laughs> XFL fancy football, Lee! I thought this was a bit. I didn't think this was real. Oh, Lee. Football. Can't escape this bullshit. The 
it was on right, ESPN here's, too. So here's the cool. problem, Lee. Now there are not as many players in the XFL as there are in the NFL. You so don't say. The number of teams in the league is much much smaller. So luckily for you, you won't have to hear about as many matches every week. Uh, but unluckily for you, uh, my team, tell him, tell him Tito needs a step stool. Stomp all over your team uh, like the oceans, but it's just horses. Uh, Ninety-seven and a half to ninety. Wait, how is this my team now? Uh, because we got so we stopped using ESPN, the global worldwide leader in sports, because Jose doesn't like it, and we've switched over to CBS. And as a CBS All Access user, uh, which we got your password from Nicole, we went ahead and drafted you a team. Yeah, I mean, we told you about the draft, and you didn't show up, so you just auto drafted. Yeah. Yeah. But so, like the ocean, what you got? He like the ocean, but it's just horses. <laughs> and now you had the Washington defense, and you didn't even start them. You started the South Dakota defense. They got you four points. If you had only started Washington, you would have got sixteen. You would have beat me. But oh well. Zero oh and one for you, buddy. <laughs> this is nice. All. Real Nice is living it up over there. Nice is living it up because yep. his team, the Ghosts of Turtles Past, destroyed, <laughs> absolutely destroyed Jose's team, the Boner Owners, <laughs> one fifty-three to seventy. Wow, Rob. Yeah, Jose is over there keeping up his tradition of drafting risky picks. He started Nick Lachey's older brother Drew at quarterback. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, he had a good matchup. Decent matchup. Sometimes I, yeah, play, I don't know these guys. Yeah, he was up against the two remaining living guys from LFO. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then rounding it out, you got Tito's team, the Milk Milk. <laughs> hold on, hold on, start again. <laughs> you got Tito's team. Milk, milk, lemonade. <laughs> uh, who toppled Kelly's Kukanuba Smash Brothers? One fourteen to one twelve. <laughs> oh Kelly could have won. He could have beat him, but Tito started all of his power forwards, so there was no chance. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't take all the milk. <laughs> Could not take all the milk. Okay. <laughs> so, great first week of uh, XFL Pop Fantasy Football. It sounds uh, like a real nail-biter. Looking we forward to more, more fantasy teams than there are real XFL teams. It's, it's, it's 38 weeks, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> In the last 40, they played two games a week. Oh, God damn it! So get well excited! Played. Well get excited! Played. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had you until I couldn't get milk, milk lemonades out. <laughs> milk, milk lemonade. Around the corner, fudge uh. is made. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's great! Bless your uh. heart wonderful we have fun <laughs> we do we do <laughs>
There's a decent chance that Drew Lachey is a starting quarterback in the XFL, though. Yeah, it was Nick Lachey's older brother that I'm like, wait, does a goddamn it. <laughs> right, that doesn't sound real at all. <laughs> like, wait a tick. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, let's take us a break. Cool. Come I, back. Need, I need a drink after that one. Yeah, no shit. Uh, uh, not long before the show, uh, the missus and I were talking, and she said something about like, "Oh, you guys should do another, uh, another. What was that? What was that thing we did a long time ago? The, the oh fuck, the newlywed game ago. You know, we just talked about that last week, and I just put it in as our podcast classic, and we sat down at the kitchen table and uh, played that bit, and she laughed her ass off like it was brand new. <laughs> Fucking great." We got this week, nice. Uh, this week, so uh, it's weird because there's a there's a dead zone in archived episodes of the podcast, like between forty and seventy or eighty of the reboot era. Like I don't have those, so I was trying to you know to celebrate Kelly's birthday this week. I was trying to find like Kelly's first week on the show, but anything any information I could find about that, there were episodes that I just didn't have. So I ended up finding uh, from episode 300 was when we went back to uh, uh, regular numbering. So it's very early in Kelly's career, but this is still a a great pick for Kelly's birthday week because not only was it episode 300, a monumental episode in podcast history, but it was the episode that we did commentary for Punisher Warzone. Oh, Oh, yes. Enjoy this. We'll be back in a minute. And now, a curated selection from deep within the Popcast Network archives. We proudly present this Popcast Classic. <laughs> oh, what the hell is going on, folks? Today's Tuesday, June 30th, 2015, and this is episode number 300. Of the panels on pages.com podcast, flagship title of your podcast network. Find all of these shows. And none of them got 300 episodes, though. <clears throat> at pcn.panelsonpages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. And joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Tonight we dine in hell. <laughs> Jose Guzman. We did it, y'all. We did it. Officially patched in, Mr. Kelly Harris. In an alternate universe, Kerouac is on the show instead of me, and Mahoney and I put together a supercut of him talking about women set to Bill Biv DeVoe's Poison. <laughs> That's fucking solid. That's probably not too far from an alternate universe. That might exist somewhere. <laughs> and in studio, the good buddy goat. Say hi, sir. Hey. Woo! <laughs> yeah, we fucking did it. Um, let's see. I think we had our first episode in... I want to say June of, I think, 2009. So we've been doing this shit a long yeah. fucking time. I'm thinking maybe even late April. Possibly. Been, it was not long after we launched. No. That. that was like, I had this weird hair in my ass pretty early on to the thing. Like, hey, we need to do this. And that was the time where you had to explain to people what a podcast was. Yep, fucking trailblazers. You're welcome, like, yeah. nerdist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at that. We're, we're responsible for nerdist. Uh, Burnthal being Punisher. Fucking Kevin Smith's entire career. Uh, the Rock in Rampage. Rampage. Yes. Uh, the Beef. 
yes. being being spectacular right now. Holy shit. We I made a lot of shit happen. I got to tell the beef story just last night, and I was very excited to tell that story. After uh, after uh, you did see last night, I'm like, our coach owns a an Italian ice shop in the same plaza as the the gyms. So every once in a while, we go, we get some delicious Italian ice. That's fucking and hilarious. It really is. It kind of does. <laughs> But you guys have a pizza party? It's good shit. But uh, <laughs> somebody brings something about Shia LaBeouf, and somebody had some sort of a thing, and I said, I got a Shia LaBeouf story you're not going to believe. <laughs> <laughs> and I just watched people's faces get longer and longer as I explained to them our amazing run-in with the beef. <laughs> he's, like, he's all over the place these days. Like, yes. It is uh, beef threat level midnight right now. <laughs> Well, it happens when you're a crazy genius. Fucking beef city, man. It's ridiculous. And we uh, we did it. So yeah, man, it's been a been a been a been a hell of a ride the past couple of years. But tonight, all that culminates in a viewing of a, 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 a an undersung gem of cinema. Mm. You might even say that it's a classic. <laughs> American I do think classic. I do think that us watching Punisher Warzone on our 300th episode, it's apropos to it is. just the life of the podcast. Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> microcosm of our entire lives these past few years. Oh, so we're going to watch Punisher Warzone together. 2008, 2008. Wow, that's almost, almost coming up on 10 years of, of, of Punisher Warzone. That's crazy town. 2008. Let me put this in perspective for you folks listening at home. Punisher Warzone came out in December of 2008, the same year that Iron Man and the Dark Knight came out. Pale in that comparison. is true. Both it, of them pale in comparison. And it came to out. Film. It came after those two movies. So it's true. We're gonna. There, there are going to be some some <laughs> dissenting voices on tonight's broadcast. I'm going to say at least one. Some contrary opinions. I know. Goat's over here just shaking his head and exhaling deeply already. <laughs> I don't have enough beers. To so, <laughs> Jose only saw Punisher Warzone for the first time last night, and we don't know what he thought. So, with Lee and Kelly on the pro Punisher Warzone side, and myself and Goat <laughs> on the anti Punisher Warzone side, Jose is the fucking tiebreaker. And I swing vote. I think. Oh, I think at the at the end of the viewing, gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the viewing, I think. I think Jose gets to levy his judgment, and and we decide Punisher Warzone classic or hot garbage. <laughs> I put a post in the population group on Facebook today. Just hey, you know, don't forget we're watching Punisher Warzone tonight. Get the link or whatever. And like the second comment down was nice, and just says. This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> Join us again next week for yet another Popcast Classic. That could never air today. It shouldn't have aired then. <laughs> no. Uh, another nuts thing about that episode 300 that I didn't mention is, you know, it, that clip starts out with the Kung Fury intro music. And I believe that was the first episode we used that intro. So we ran for four years with that intro. 
No shit. And, and only in the past, like, two months did they start to fucking monetize our balls. Yeah. <laughs> they started to Because, yeah, I think that was the first time I got, like, an intro in the thing, so. Yeah, because I cut together the new intro yep. for that episode. Yeah. Yep. There I think is. that was the first time I broadcasted from the bunker under well, Orlando. There was that period of time where you, you didn't have the best audio, but, you know. We live and learn. Listen to him now. Yeah. It's like he's right here with us. Yeah, listen to Mahoney even. Mahoney sounds great, too. Yeah. That's me. Just to Mahoney, just with his arm wrapped around me and sitting right there. Just over here sounding great. Yep. Touching Kelly. Yep. Hiding under your bed, tickling your toes. (laughs) Yep. When this episode's over, we're going to braid each other's hair because we're all together. Lovely. All right. I love so that we, we own this cabin now. <laughs> it's a very nice cabin. It's a very nice cabin. We need to you have Mahoney ta- over to the cabin. You guys want to talk about our crushes <laughs> in this cabin? <laughs> Let's do it. We want to talk about girls. Have a little, have, make some popcorn. Six, six, six. Top six. I still like six. A little behind the scenes on that uh, top six intro. The guy that says top six, that's from a news report of a guy getting life in prison because he was the leader of the top six gang. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Christ. One of the most notorious gangs in South Miami. What? Are we targets after that now? (laughs) Are we targets? (laughs) Now the bottom sixes are after us. (laughs) Shit, Sue Woo. I'm a blood now. (laughs) Fuck yeah, Sue Woo. (laughs) There you go. That works. Goddamn. All right. Good to know, Nice. I thought you'd enjoy that little little tidbit. Uh, That's a good bit of trivia. Good, Good to know. No names. Right. Just save that one for off air. Yeah, no names. Fuck. <laughs> there was ever a name not to use. That guy's listening to the podcast from jail. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, shit! I thought that was me. <laughs> oh shit! I should have sent that in my top six crushes. Yeah, Liam, I'm in jail. Get me out. He's like, no. Finally, I got proof to hit him up for that monetization they owe me. <laughs> He's gonna get out of jail and sue us. Fucking ridiculous. All right, so in honor of uh, Valentine's and Kelly's birthday, does anyone own gonna... the legal rights to the name The Bloods? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just I was thinking, like, does anyone do people like trademark their gang's name? <laughs> Fucking Suge Knight. Yeah, like, did he? Are people going around doing that? Like. Uh, you, probably, you should go buy a. You want to patent troll the bloods? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mr. Top Six. Does he own that name? Excuse me, Latin Kings. I'm gonna need you to <laughs> change your name. I've got. I never thought order. about that until right now. Well, it's funny that you bring that up, Kelly, because uh, Lee and I both said Suwu, and that's a, a blood battle cry. Uh, that and it's a bit on your mom's house where they were looking at TikToks and apparently there's a big lane on TikTok of bloods just calling people out saying suwu and they love that bit to the point where they made a suwu t-shirt 
and the Los oh, Angeles no. the Los Angeles uh, gang uh, department from the LAPD got in contact with them and was like, yeah, maybe don't sell shirts that say Suwu. You're going to get your yeah. fucking listeners killed. <laughs> yeah. And so then he responded with, they have a new shirt that has a uh, cute Asian lady on it, and her name is Suwu. <laughs> oh, my God. Mahoney, what do you know about the gang activity on TikTok? You know... I don't know much of anything about the gang activity on TikTok, and that was exactly my reaction when I said that. I was like, I have not seen any mm-hmm. of this. Yeah, seems like you got some digging to do. I thought you I'd seen some all of the TikToks. TikToks. Stones, duh. <laughs> apparently, that are unturned. There's apparently entire sections of TikTok I'm not familiar with, and honestly, it's probably because I spend too much time sleeping. Well, you know, we've talked about your your TikTok curation, and definitely needs more more hoots. Uh, yeah, you're way too into this renegade business. Yeah, needs more needs more sexiness and less white kids. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, in in respect to your mom's house, I do appreciate the TikToks where the people are are somewhat mentally unstable or uh, you know not totally there. Like those yeah. those are some of my faves. How about some restaurant fights? <clears throat> yeah. I also like the TikToks that are blasted out to the public when you know they're really about one person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just one person. It's like, you know, some bitches are just and he goes off for like three minutes. Oh, that's just about Carol. Yeah. Like that's just for Carol, but he let everybody know about it. Beautiful. Speaking of romantic, <clears throat> we're going to do and our Carol. Top credits for this week. Uh, was this a, a zero suggestion? Is that right? Um, Eric Magnus has been suggesting this for a while. Ah. Yeah, it was somebody. I didn't know who it was. Because, man, uh, he is Eric Magnus horny. Been suggesting it because he's got a good story in his back yeah, pocket. Eric Magnus is horny on Maine all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, just for one week, how about you guys just stoop down to my level? And you know what? <laughs> we'll do that for you. No problem. Like Kelly always said, we'll rank anything. Anything. Yes. There it is. Beautiful. All right. So why don't you go first this week, Nice. I always fucking go first, and that's not fair. (laughs) Let's see, Cha. So I do have some shout-outs. And a very special shout-out. So let's see here. Uh, Probably uh, in order of my sexual awakening, uh, I'm going to go with the the G.I. Joe women. And that includes Lady J, Scarlet, and Baroness, because like you had your pick of whatever flavor you wanted out of those three. Except I don't, I didn't, I was never big into Cover Girl. She wasn't really on the show much, but man, brunettes, redheads, and and just that jet More black of a Maybelline guy, that jet black hair with the glasses. Bless Baroness. I legit don't even know who Cover Girl is. She was like a a, a model. She was actually in Rise of Cobra. Oh. But I don't remember her from the toy line or the cartoon or anything. Yeah, uh, if you were into white girls, G.I. Joe was the jam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Not a I, lot of variation outside of that, though. I didn't know any better. <laughs> of course you didn't. No, I mean, nobody did. It was I mean, Baroness is like Russian, so that kind of counts as Asian, doesn't it? You know what? Technically, I suppose that's true. Right? <laughs> 
if you want to uh, be all, you know, that guy about it. Uh, shout out and RIP to Aaliyah. Uh, and I'm not talking aging nothing but a number Aaliyah. I'm talking rock the boat Aaliyah right before her plane went down. Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, like Romeo must die Aaliyah. Come on now. Yep. Uh, so this was the first porn star that I would say became like a favorite of mine. Uh, to the point where I named a character after her in my first screenplay, and that is Aria Giovanni. Anybody? Oh, good pull. Uh, yeah, you, you guys remember her? Jose? What do you think? I remember her. Yeah, you do? <laughs> yeah. Jose's uh, running through the Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so this one, uh, Haley Atwell, who played Peggy Carter on uh, in Captain America, uh, a cool moment about this was... She was at C2E2 that one year, and I was in the office editing, and she was doing a panel, and then we were going to get a soundbite of her right afterwards, and you guys were trying to get me to go with you, and I was like, no, no, I got to do this, and Tito was like, come on, dude, it's fucking Haley Atwell, let's go, <laughs> and me and her shared a moment, we shared a moment oh, in, the, nice. in the backstage area at C2E2, and then lastly, uh, and this is a more recent one, Claire from Bon Appetit. I don't know if you guys know about Claire from Bon Appetit, but she's the one that does all the gourmet makes. Like, she makes gourmet versions of fucking Starbursts and uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos and all that. And she's just got this great energy. It's going to get a lot of of play tonight, I feel like. (laughs) She's got this great energy where she's, like, done with everything all the time. And, like, she's got the rogue streak in her hair of gray yeah, hair she does. because she just stopped giving a fuck and she's just super cute uh love her and to my list proper you want to talk she on the youtubes yes yes on the bon appetit youtube 100 percent. okay uh uh my number six talk about sexual awakenings jessica rabbit who solid uh to the, to the point where we were, uh, me and my parents were in a store at one point and flipping through the posters, and there was a poster of Jessica Rabbit, and I was like, "Ooh, I want that." And my mom was like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> For uh, the summer of 1990, I was in love with Judith Hoag, who played April O'Neil in the Ninja Turtles movie. I don't know what it was. It was. Was it the connection to the turtles? Was it something scratching an itch in me or what? But uh, yes, original movie April O'Neil. And uh, then movie two came out, and you're like, "Where the fuck is my April?" And you know, Paige Turco from Ninja Turtles two, not too shabby either. No, but, no, but she ain't no Judith Hogue. No, no Judith Hogue. Uh, number my number four and my number three uh, also showed up on my uh, top six. Uh, Ladies' Night from last week, female characters. And my number four is Jenna Fisher, who plays Pam on The Office, uh, especially Jenna Fisher pregnant with her belly showing, posing on the beach. <laughs> ah, she's full of marshmallows. Full of marshmallows. And, and then my number three is Carrie Fisher, like, from back in the day. You know, it's cliche now, but that, that gold bikini, come on. Everybody. Come yeah, on. That's my number two uh, was probably the the biggest celebrity crush of my lifetime, and it was Nev Campbell uh, from 
And I didn't even watch Party of Five, man. I didn't give a fuck about Party of Five, but she no, was in but this. But I bet you watched Wild Things a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. She was in this issue of Entertainment Weekly, and the picture of her was just so beautiful. Uh, like, I drew her in my sketchbook in art class. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> fucking right, nerd. Oh, my oh, God, man. you guys. <laughs> you guys. Fucking dweeb. When I unpack everything, I'm going to have to find one of my drawings of her and take a picture and show you. Oh, no, don't yes, do that. Yes, you are going to have to find that. <laughs> Kelly, shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to save you from yourself. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It was cringe as fuck. But it still happened. And my number one, you know, she was a, a, a fangirl of the month. And I was like, oh, man, kind of cute. And then, like, she was posting pictures from the the Cincinnati Reds opening day parade and her roller girl outfit. And I was like, damn, girl, you kind of a babe. And then, like, she responded well to that. And I was like, man, I could have been doing this the entire time. Just fucking telling chicks that they're babes. And then I ended up marrying her. So it kind of worked out. And I still crush on her ass to this day. That was real precious. And boy, do I crush Aww. it. Oh, just, yeah, no, you crush it. <laughs> just fumbling from, just around. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no fumbling. It's just straight smashing. <laughs> Chuckle John tells me to put the Neville Campbell picture on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't Have give a fuck. Make it into a will. TikTok somehow. I'm gonna make it into all sorts of wonderful <laughs> things. Oh, uh, you you want to know what's even worse? So yes. So like, I drew this portrait of her, and then like also on the adjoining page is like a quote of hers. <laughs> oh, I absolutely oh, thought you were gonna say a poem. You're home. Close enough, right? A stain from the tribute he made to her. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, funny. This page stuck together. <laughs> hey, what's up? Wild Things gift from the pool scene. Oh, I yeah. thought like your one of your children wandered into the room. <laughs> <laughs> just just the delivery of that was (laughs) I can see what you would think of that I thought we were just going to be like hey Jax tell us about your crushes (laughs) he'd be like girls are gross hell yeah dude alright Vetter sends in an email oh nice the subject line it's your email boy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even I, Not only did I not post about the top six In the discord but thankfully Everyone took it upon themselves To post their own I didn't even post it on twitter or facebook Because man We get no love from either of those So fuck them <laughs> Except for Eric Magnus sends us a message anyway. Eric Magnus sends us a message every week Damn right uh, let's see. He writes in. He says, "Shout out to the lady crushes mentioned last week: Red Sonia and Psylocke." On this list, proper number six, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, both the movie and the TV versions. That's double dipping with a number six. I approve. Number five, Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell. Even though most people prefer Kelly, yeah, I, I mean they really do. You know, yeah, don't sleep Jesse's on a... don't sleep on Lisa Turtle neither. No, definitely don't. Tremendous name. <laughs> <laughs> the turtle. Lisa Turtlegrave. 
Yeah. Uh, number four. Nice <laughs> likes Lisa Turtle because he just has this unnerving ur- urge to kill her. You remind me of my dead pets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Number four, Billy Jean from The Legend of Billy Jean. He watched this movie more times than he can remember. The lesbian tennis player? No, that's Billy Jean King. <laughs> yeah. Whole different movie. Was the Billy Jean? Uh, the nineteen ninety five, nineteen eighty five coming of age drama. Oh, that's isn't that the chick that played Supergirl? Starring no. Helen Slater from Super. Yeah. Oh, yep, okay. Yep. Oh yeah I, yeah, I dig that. Yeah, Helen and Christian Slater. Are they related? And, uh, does not specify. <laughs> Showing Let's a little say, cleavage not. in that little outfit. I don't know. That's this is a really good '80s uh, box cover. So yeah, I, I can see this being a thing for sure. We just call those underwear, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible! Uh, number three, Miss Elizabeth, the first lady of wrestling. Yeah, that's number a good two, one. the AT and T girl Melania Vaintrub. Oh, she yeah, was no, supposed to be. Pop. She was supposed to be Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Worth a Google. He yeah, says. whatever happened with that? She it, it it fell apart, just like the oh. the animated series did. She's thick, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some she of was those... on that. Um, I think it was a YouTube show. Like they were, it was like a. It was the MST3K guys, wasn't it? Kind of that same deal. Possibly. It, they did a, a panel oh. at C2E2. Holy shit! Yeah, she like she looks like a squirrel girl. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Like some of those AT and T commercials, it was like, man, she is. A little too round in all the right places for. I will buy commercial TV. You ever see a commercial and you're like that woman's tits are way too huge <laughs> to be <laughs> selling things to families? Inappropriate. Hmm. Sorry, just googling. Uh, number one, uh, that's what Kelly Bundy from it. Married with Children. Also, wow. a tremendous name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kelly Bundy, that's a good one. After Kelly Bundy reference last week, as a matter of fact. I don't remember what the context was, but the uh the quote was from the episode where Bud was getting love letters from a girl in April, May, June, and he was convinced it was a fake. He's like, Look here, April, May, June. Those are all words Kelly knows. <laughs> <laughs> I do know those words. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Fucking solid list, better. Good stuff. Good stuff. What do you got on Discord? Anybody got that pulled up? Yeah. I got that right. Hit yeah. Uh, Christian Allen checks in. Top six crushes ended up being kind of hard to come up with, so I went with a chronological list. So she went with the sexual awakening route just like I did. Not a bad idea. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, my childhood crush. Uh, another shout out to Romeo Must Die, Jet Lee. Middle school Kristen really dug Romeo <laughs> Must Die. Oh shit. Uh, you know that I would not have thought Romeo Must Die would be such a formative film for, for so many people. Man, I fucking lo- Jose and I saw Romeo Must Die in the theater. <laughs> I had that soundtrack and bumped it regularly. It was like all the Things I loved in my life, like Aaliyah, hip hop, 
kung fu movies? Come on. Uh, she continues, 2002 era Chris Caraba from Dashboard Confessional and goth boys in general. She had a real type in high school. Uh, Checks out. 1999 to 2004, Angelina Jolie when she was at the height of her powers. Daniel, I remember seeing uh, Gia on HBO and being oh, like, yeah, I'm into this. Uh, I haven't seen all of Gia, but I've seen <laughs> I've seen parts of Gia. And I've, I've, also, seen, what uh, I've seen the Gia you're talking about. <laughs> I've also Gia seen... In general, real bummer. Real bummer. Yeah. But there are some uh, good moments. Yeah. Uh, full, full Bush. Full on Bush. Speaking of full on Bush, Daniel Craig, <laughs> but only as James Bond. <laughs> How long has he been doing? We saw the Bond trailer before uh, Birds of Prey tonight. How long has he been doing that? For 15 years now? I want to say it was like 2005-ish. Wow. Good for him. And then uh, Henry Cavill, stupid hot and adores his dog. And uh, used to date Gina Carano. Dude, Henry Cavill is a fucking beefcake in that Witcher show. Oh, Hell yeah, he is. He's in every show. He's taking that bath. He's beautiful. Yeah. And then... Uh, Even with the dumb wig and eyes. Like, Jesus Christ. Use me like a sponge. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Big old edit to clarify. My biggest crush is my guy. He's the best, and I love him the most. And shout out to Joe Manganiello as Alcide from True Blood. Is that... Alcide? Well, yeah. I was about to say, did I pronounce that correctly? No. Alcide? <laughs> Alcide. Alcide. <laughs> I'm looking for an Alcide. Alcide my trousers. <laughs> Alcide my trousers. Anybody seen him? <laughs> no, but seriously, what is it? What? What is it? How is it pronounced? Alcide. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never heard that word said out loud. Looking for Alcide my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. It's good. All right. So I have, in uh, the past couple of minutes, reordered my list, also in a chronological order. That's nice. a really good idea. Uh, real quick, though, shout-outs to uh, the two girls I crushed on real hard in school. I scored way bigger if Facebook is to be believed. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, a big shout out to the missus for not only being the all-time true number one, uh, but for helping me finish off this list. And when I told her to come up with my six, she'd named four that were already on my list. Nice. <laughs> <She's such laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I bet Mary probably could have done at least half my list for me. She's like, what are you doing on the show tonight? I go, I don't want to say. What are you doing? I'm like... Because uh, it's Valentine's doing top six crushes. She goes, you fucking little girls. I go, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But it's it's a theme. And she goes, okay, let me let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. And she did. She fucking got four out of the six without even trying. What were her two that she said that didn't make your list? Uh, Lucy Lou, I think, was the one she put on there. Which, whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's what talking about my list. woman. That's one of the reasons I left it off. <laughs> I didn't want to step on any toes, Jose. And I, and I forget the other one, but uh, it was Juan's mom. It oh, was no, obviously. Juan's mom. She was like, okay, but you know, Jessica Rabbit making the list, obviously, for you know obvious reasons. And I think you know some of that shit lingers around to this day. 
the obvious parts. Yeah. Jessica yeah. Rabbit still can get it. Kathleen Turner. Jessica Rabbit. Kathleen totally Turner, not so much. <laughs> and uh, Disney Turner, 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 Rabbit, not so much. Whisper in my ear while I get it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Let me a light. Next up, uh, Attitude Era Sable. Talk about sexual awakening. Yeah. I was but, never oh. a Sable guy. I but see, I feel like Sable was like all we had at that point. Yeah, that's fair. And like she yeah. was the sexiest thing on TV at that point, and she always showed so much of it. And then she was in the Playboy. Oh yeah, I I made so much chowder, <laughs> so much creamy hot soup. Oh my God. Looking back. You know, not the best, not the no, greatest. I would content for sure. I wouldn't say that around Brock, though. No, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. Uh, and then, of course, because I'm of that age and uh, that ilk, uh, Kimberly, the OG Pink Ranger. Shout out to Kimberly's mom. <laughs> Next up, uh, <laughs> I, originally this, I went for a similar at the height of her powers joke, but you know what? Fuck it. All the time, Jessica Alba. All day, every day, Jessica Ooh, Alba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's no one to get for uh, at the height of her powers. No, no, no quantum. I, I don't think we've seen the height of her powers yet, at quite frankly. The powers. height of Jessica Alba's powers was when that uh, paparazzi got a picture of her just kneeling on the beach. Just well, uh, um, Sin City was all right. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were talking recently uh, uh, with Derek Jeter going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, they did a diagram of Derek Jeter's biggest conquests in dating, and his—that's gross. His, <laughs> no, it's pretty cool because his outfield is fucking Mariah Carey, Jessica Alba, and Jessica Biel, and then he's got Scarlett Johansson at shortstop. Fucking Tyra Banks is his designated hitter. <laughs> yeah, like Alba and Beal to to. Catch those two at the height of their powers? That's that's a feat. You must have a great personality. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny, I'm told. (laughs) Yeah. This real dry wit that Derek Jeter. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we got the lovely and talented Miss Asa Akira. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan. Fuck, her podcast is great. I'm just going to say it. She's lovely. Shout out to that new mom, Asakira. Got the new mom energy she's going on. And then, uh, because in real life, we know she's just a horrible, disgusting troll. So I'm not going to say Deborah Ann Wolf because, ugh, gross. <laughs> but Jessica Hamby from Two Blood All Day can get it. <laughs> I remember looking at Nicole many times about the show, but like, oh, fucking bitch could bite me. She's like, I know. I know. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. I know. Yeah, uh, obviously because she is such a uh, an obvious dog, they had to the use sub-human. they had to use the opposite <laughs> of the hyena CGI they used in Birds of Prey to make her look at least a little bit palatable. Yeah, just I don't even know why they even bother putting her in things these days. De- Deborah Ann Roll, the reverse hyena. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, she's lovely. That's a callback. Yeah, someone's probably real upset right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, wow. What? 
What asshole? Listen, we no. all think she's great. No, Kerouac, she's great. when he's trying to impress the uh, preteen cat child girlfriend of his, <laughs> uh, he thinks that she's he thinks that she's uh, not that great. So two. Okay, so real quick, <laughs> it, it was everybody came in for a uh, preteen cat child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. So everybody was in town. They came in to surprise me for my birthday party a few years back. And it happened to be the weekend Daredevil was coming out on Netflix, season one. Big deal. And so, you know, fucking everybody sat down and got together. Let's watch a couple episodes. And I don't think we made it through episode one when, like, unsolicited, like, nobody was talking about it. He was like, God, I can't believe people keep talking about how lovely Karen Page is. Yeah, because like Carol every Wack character she encountered talked about how how pretty she was. Yeah, and Carol Wags probably nothing was like I don't get it. What the fuck are you talking about? And I had to like pause the show. I'm like, are you fucking serious <laughs> right now? Like, <laughs> like she's objectively pretty. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, he, he was adamant. Took the hard line. Like, really? I don't see it at all. And I'm like, okay, quick, show hands. Who would bang? And. <laughs> To a person, <laughs> every hand shoots up in the room, including the aforementioned preteen cat child. <laughs> He's fucking on an island all by himself out there. Well, hey, it's good that he took that strong stance because look how happy they are now. Well, and he couldn't recant on it because he'd look like an idiot so he's stuck with it till this day <laughs> yeah he'll go to his grave saying that Deborah Ann Wall's a fucking reverse hyena it's gonna be a tombstone well <laughs> don't worry Lee he probably that means he probably only got to stick his fingers in that preteen cat child in your house <laughs> aggressively pretty sure that's not true yeah if only if only he'd just put his fingers in her in your house. All right, real quick, go to Discord. <laughs> Fuck somebody. <laughs> uh, Mahoney, read Juan's list. I can't read blocked messages. All right, somebody listed he send three I'll blocked go. It's, messages. It's Juan, I'll go with Juan's list. Number six, Penelope Pitstop. I was single-digit aged. She wore pink, had a car, and was my first animated crush. Penelope Pitstop sounds like a porn name. I don't know what Penelope Pit stuff is. I think she was from. Well, I'm uh, at it now, and you would know it if you saw it. She was from okay. Wacky Races, the Hanna Barbera yeah. show. Where they oh, all, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd look that's it up. That's what yeah. all the other racers called her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five, Daphne Blake. Cartoon crushes continue, then subside, then SMG plays her in the movie and crush all over again. Oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. There we go. Okay. Yeah. No, Daphne's a good pull. Daphne's great. Yeah. Uh, number four, Rogue, as if she wasn't going to make the list. I figured Rogue would be one for him. Just uh, wait. I bet it gets real weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hang on. Number three, Violet, last name withheld. Fifth grade crush. Number two, Teresa, okay. last name withheld. Junior year crush, almost dated. Sadly, her cousin told her not to. Even more sadder, she passed away of cancer seven years later. Oh, oh my God. God. Christ. Number one, Kim, last she name withheld. She was the one that got away then. Met in sixth grade. I transferred to a different school. Reunited when she transferred to the same school a year later. The year was 1985-86, and she dressed like Madonna. There was a very magical field trip during that school year. I really wish I kept in touch. Okay. 
What does a very magical field trip mean? <laughs> yeah, we need to have more information. Also, I forget sometimes that Juan is 71 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like, he finger-banged her, right? High school? 87th grade? Magical field trip in his 7th grade year? The, um, they held hands. 6th grade. Well, no, 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 because it was the year later. Yeah, uh, true. After. No, they no, no no they went to like Magic Mountain, so he definitely finger blasted her on the log ride. That's what that meant. For Ow. sure. What are you yeah, like, they both 12? got a log ride. Finger blasted her on the log ride is what I call it when I'm trying to get really clean after I take a gross poop. Juan also says shout out to Aaron Gray, Buck Rogers era, Nancy McCohen, and Susanna Hoffs. Specific shout out. <laughs> uh, I don't even know some of these. No. Susanna. Uh, we don't know most of them. Susanna Hoffs was. Real life. Susanna Hoffs was from the oh, bank. Uh, it, it show, she shows up on a list later with more explanation. Uh. The lead she was a bangle. singer bangles. of the Bangles. Yes. Oh, bangle the Bangles. Okay. Who, who right. also had a, a solo career. Nancy McKeon was um the mo- the mom from Three Men and a Baby. And she's isn't she on she was also in So I Married an Expert and she's on that Tim Allen show. Uh, okay, yeah. Alright, that's that yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Solid. Solid list. Solid list. Okay, and then uh Kristen Allen goes full on uh, Tahani and says, uh, Aaron Gray wants to serve her birthday cake for Jill Gerard back when she was a social media and did cons. <laughs> She's super nice. <laughs> that is a solid Tahani move. Then Juggalo John checks in and gives us Juggalo uh, John playing the role of John Michael this week. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Juggalo gripple. John Michael. Yeah. Yeah, Juggalo John Michael writes in. <laughs> uh, first, we're going to go with a list of internet crushes. Number six, Jessica Negri, who I do know this person. She says he's a funny cosplayer from New Zealand, but now lives in Arizona for some reason. Very I, specific, John. I Beat didn't realize she was from New Zealand. No. Yeah, but, you know, famous cosplayer from Arizona has a real Arizona vibe to it. So that kind of makes sense. Right. Real Arizona trash person. Little nice. bit. Who was the one that got canceled last year? Uh, uh, wh- uh, I don't know her name, but she was like a thick one that kept like sexually harassing other cosplayers. Yeah, yeah, I can't oh. remember. That's gross. Ask Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Someone call Bobby. Someone send a message to space. Pick up the red phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him if he can fly. Hello, space. We need to talk to Bobby. <laughs> Please hold. Uh, number five, Elise, El, Elise Willems. She says the better half of the Funhouse power couple. I don't know that, but she is kind of cute, according to Google. Number four, Meg Turney, one of the second batch of the source-fed hosts, was one of the two people in that Ike Perlmutter, Perlmutter is a crazy person video I sent way back when. I found out about Meg Turney because of Juggalo John's Twitter and I thank him for it because she is great. Oh yeah, I know this. I know her. Yeah. Yep. I was fucking just out of touch and old, you guys. I am out of touch. Thanks for keeping my finger on the pulse, John. 
keep me keep me young with the kids. I think John is two years younger than me. Uh, <laughs> oh, zero, zero in the chat checks in. It was Momukun who got canceled. That's it. Number three, Scarlet Checkers, the clown tourist based out of San Diego. And I will second that in recent months, thanks to the shout-out he threw her on one of our uh, last episodes. It was, the, it was the it commentary. Yeah, very talented and very, very crazy. That shit weirds me out. My bodies aren't meant to do that. Number two, Pipsy Pinwheel, a beautiful professional clown like Scarlet and an amazing sword swallower. That's also a freaky-ass talent. No, that's what they call it, huh? Yeah. I've there seen that go. shit live, and it weirds me out every single time. And then number one, Erica Elfled, which is yeah, Elfled, an erotica cosplay model, uh, most known for working with Jen from Forbidden Realms. I don't know what any of those fucking words mean in that order. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, say good job on that one, I think. Pretty good one. I can't even fucking Google this thing right. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. letters. <laughs> She's cute. She's solid. very pretty. Yeah. Oh, there's her butt. Sweet. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> is Jose list porn stars okay number six yeah boy we, Jose do you have discord up we should have Jose read this yeah hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on. yeah Jose should definitely read this one for obvious reasons and also give your commentary yeah. let's uh while we wait you want to hear his childhood crush absolutely Christina Ricci that's a good one. But you one. know what? That's a good childhood crush yeah. one, I feel yeah. like. why not? She was always very cute. And then she hit puberty. And we never saw her again. Yep. Where's <laughs> that? Well, on Discord, uh, on the top Samuel six. Samuel L. Jackson changed her to that yeah. radiator. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll uh, copy and paste it to you, Jose. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> and now we're going to go super deep cuts from metal bands. All right, let's see here. Number six, Kimmy Granger. Her social media is so good. She's funny and a little suicidal. <laughs> I All was, right. I heard that, and I was like, "We talking suicide girls, or are we just talking suicidal?" Yeah, I feel like aren't they all a little suicidal? <laughs> yeah, God damn, nice. Oh, that made me sad. I don't like that. <laughs> I did not subscribe to that. Oh, no, no, fuck that. I don't know if, if I'm looking for a touch of suicidal in my party. Yeah. But I will say good pick. Uh, her, her work is pretty good. Uh, Lexi Bell, classic. Here is a painting of her getting older somewhere because she sure isn't. Uh, the old That's Dorian true. Gray, yeah. yeah is that she's, what this is? She looks like she did 10 years ago. And wasn't Lexi Bell Batgirl? Forbidden? Wasn't Lexi Bell Batgirl in the Batman Triple X? Yes, yes, I do was. believe. With Tori Black as Catwoman. Yes, ass to ass Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, April O'Neil for many things, but mostly her work with Vuku and the company Wood Rocket. Porn comedies are the best. And she boned a bunch of turtles. Yeah, I I love April O'Neil. I follow her on Twitter, and every so often. I'm reminded that she's a porn star because I see some graphic shit in my timeline and I just completely <laughs> forgot. 
You're, like, you're just oh, yeah, in oh, Danny's shit. or something, and all of a sudden, here's some DP. Yeah. Uh, then we got Mia Malkova. No explanation, but still solid. <laughs> Doesn't need one. Scott, no Doesn't need one. Still solid. And then <laughs> Alex Cole, which is a new, a newcomer. So surprising to make the list, seeing your, your newbies make it. <laughs> I fucking uh, googled. No I googled Kristen Scott, and it came up with images of the chick from the English Patient. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kristen Scott, she, she's pretty good. I was hoping Kristen Scott just your phone autocorrected, and it was just pictures of Steve Carell yeah. <laughs> in bikinis. Like, oh, obviously you met Michael Scott. Here oh, she go. looks way too young. I don't care if she's forty. She looks like she's twelve. Which one are we talking Kristen about? Kristen Scott. As we all pause to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listeners uh, at home can follow along by using your own browser. What was that name again? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she's the tiny one. <laughs> it's the fucking English patient. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got, too. <laughs> I had to Google Kristen Scott. Oh, she doesn't look like she's twelve. She looks like she's sixty. I had to. I had to Google Kristen Scott porn. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right, now we got metal bands. Now shit's gonna get real weird. Uh, number six, Tarja Churururinen of Nightwish. <laughs> Number some... five, Tetiana Shmeliuk. <laughs> Number three, Action Epecti Rolko. <laughs> Number four, Carla Harvey and Heidi Shepard from the Butcher Babies. Number three, Maria Brink of In This Moment. Now that one I do know. Super hot. Number two, Alisa White's Goose from Arch Enemy. And this one's not a real name. Number one, Christina Cabillas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Christina Scabia, Scabia. Yes, she's Italian. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the uh, Lucana Coil. Yes, yeah. I. She's, uh, she's the kicker on uh, Kelly's XFL <laughs> fantasy football team. I second Christina Scabia. She is yeah, beautiful. No. and she rocks, man. Man, I haven't thought about Lucana Coil in a long ass time. I follow her on Twitter, and she's you know she's obviously she's gotten a little older, but still hot. Fuck so have we all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll be so lucky. Wait, don't you uh, you you missed you missed Juggalo John's shout out. Specific shout out. Oh yeah, shout out to the one girl at the movie theater that's most likely half my age. <laughs> Everybody's got one. Oh, no, John, no, there was actually a shout out. Oh. Yeah, yeah. okay. Shout out to Porn Star <laughs> 6. Premier LaCroix. I forgot her. There it is. She's alright. Oh, I, I missed that one too. No, but that shout out was... There was two shout outs, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. missed that. I didn't even see that one, actually. Girl at the movie theater is a real shout out, Lee. I thought that was Lee just me. He <laughs> didn't He didn't XFL Fantasy Football League. <laughs> <laughs> right, what you got, uh, Jose? Uh, Alright. Let's get Kinky. Uh... We're gonna go Morticia Adams. Ooh, you talking? You talking that, movie? You talking TV show? You talking both? Style, just just 
being iconic, the character itself. I think everyone that played them played that character brought their own beauty to it. Angelica Houston, yeah. that's some of the best she ever looked. And just a real sexual energy. Just looking funny. Funny, funny, funny. Black hair, red lips, DTF. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to go Jessica Day. You kooky little girl. Uh, I don't know what she's doing with that property, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica Day, a.k.a. Zoe Deschanel from New Girl. Who I sent uh, Jose a picture of. Apparently, she's dating a property bro these days. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. D- you didn't mention that the guy who plays Victor Zaz in Birds of Prey was from Mindy Project. That see, I was trying to figure out. I was like, I know him. Yeah, he's the main guy from Mindy Project. He's the other doctor from Mindy. Yeah, I kept thinking I was. Oh, I kept getting him and the. I was getting him mixed up with. I was combining the police chief from Arrow, who was Black Canary's <laughs> dad, and um, the partner from Lucifer. I was combining those two into one character. Yeah. And he is neither. <laughs> uh, let's get a little. Let's get a little weird. Tangled can get it. What? <laughs> what? You're talking Rapunzel from Tangled? <laughs> I love Mandy Moore. The film Tangled. <laughs> the whole film. Everyone in that movie. Including you know, the little lizard. Like, I never really watched it, but it was on the other day, and I was like, all right, Tangled. <laughs> yeah, I've never Run watched that one all the way through. Foot, little dirty foot. Oh, there we go. Yeah, she's barefoot. Not, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> uh, like shout out to those couple minutes in Cinderella where she loses her shoe. Shout out. Shout out to the king who sniffed her heel. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to every Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> shout out to all the scenes in Wizard of Oz where she has to click her heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go some Lena Hetty. 300 oh man oh yeah like be my cute my queen Boss. i'll fucking kick a dude into a well for you <laughs> she gave that nod like hey let's do it do it i don't give a fuck uh and and even even mama looking a little yeah. rough but cute yeah <laughs> yeah but real scary <laughs> But little, you know, little, sometimes, uh, sometimes demented chic. Sometimes scary's hot. <laughs> demented chic. Yeah, you want to talk about suicidal? <laughs> I think Mama beats Kimmy Granger on that. Um, we're gonna go Dharma. Look at, look at, look at <laughs> Dharma making two lists in a row. When's the last time <laughs> Dharma? I'm not ready two weeks in a row. for this. <laughs> I almost put her on my list just to be able to bring her up. <laughs> oh, it, it, she brings it up. Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> You're a mystery, Jose Guzman. <laughs> uh, we're going to go Tina Fey. Yes. I don't know. No, there, you know. About Love you, Liz Lemon. 
Yeah, it's not. It's not even like just straight physical. It's it's. She 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 bones my mind. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> Uh, That's all we could ask for. Someone that bones your mind. Yep. Yeah, she, she just her lyrical lingerie is just great. She really fingers my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really tickles my pudding. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some fucking Femka. Femka Jansen. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. God Some damn. Xenia on a top. Yeah. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Jeez. That's taking it way, way back. Uh, and, and then, well, shout out. Sorry. Oh. I forgot. Shout out. Uh, Sky Lopez. You want to take it back to the day? Sky Lopez. Good stuff. You want to talk about a uh, nice little oh. sense of humor? I recognize her. Yeah. I've seen her work. She does good stuff. Back- she ended up uh, going lesbian, and then I think she went like Christian singer. Back during those early days of internet porn, they all kind of looked exactly alike. So you had to look for the, the tiny little differences in between them. What's well, coming back yeah, around. They're all starting to look alike now. Stop it. <laughs> stop it, porn. Fucking stop it already. Let him be natural. Uh, and then taking the top, fucking Lucy Lou. Wow. Scratch and sniff my shirt all day. <laughs> <laughs> now, would she have been on your list before she scratched and sniffed your shirt? I don't know if she would have made the list. She, she probably would have got a shout out because I always love Lucy Lou and she's badass at Kill Bill. Yeah. And she's she don't age. And so unique looking. Yeah. Is that kind of... That's kind of unwoke for me to say. But she has a very unique look. That's just the truth. Yeah, it's a good look. (laughs) And and again, still to this day, celebrity that looks surprisingly better in person than she does on screen, and she's beautiful on screen. Yeah. Well, I mean, she probably was even more beautiful in person because she had such love in her eyes for you. Well, that she she was carrying her child, right? She had that glow. I miss you, Lou. (laughs) Solid, solid list. Well done, well met. Let's see what we got on Discord, Kelly. Uh, we got Ben. Uh, number six, Ben. Susanna Hoffs, the lead singer of the Bangles. Gorgeous and immensely talented, it had the sexiest side eye of the eighties. <laughs> nice. You know, uh, she fell in that well, she got the side eye, she got kicked by a mule, <laughs> went back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> no number five, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, I know, but I've always had a thing for attractive funny ladies who were never afraid to look goofy. See also Kristen Wiig, Gilda Ratner, Tina Fey, etc. Nah. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm on board for that. Some, um, uh, some Gilly. Just just because she wants nothing to do with your dick doesn't mean you can't crush on her. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it means. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, Charlize Theron. 
Whether it's comedy, drama, or action, Charlize just plain rocks. Oh my god, Charlize Theron. Talk about hasn't aged. Yeah. Weird. <sighs> Looking good in Atomic Blonde. She even looked good in that fast fucking Furious movie that John Cena just hijacked from Vin With Diesel. that stupid <laughs> mushroom haircut. She's like, let's go, Cena. You ready to get dumbass haircuts and go after Vin Diesel, who's bald? <laughs> <laughs> we saw trailers for both the new Fast movie and Bloodshot before Birds of Prey, and I heard Jose's lady lean over to him at one point and go, how many movies is he in? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Bloodshot was like a Netflix thing. I, I mean, no, nope, that's going to be a real movie. Like, a real, legit real movie. boy. Yep. It probably yeah. should have been a Netflix thing. You're going to be able to go see that, you and five other people. You know, oh, you it think Guy Pierce is going to throw up lava in this one? It doesn't look bad, but no, I just. It looks fine. I just would have never picked Bloodshot as like a oh, major God, no. motion picture. Give me Archer and Armstrong and get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. Uh, number three, Carrie Fisher, Rip. What straight American male of my generation didn't grow up with a crush on Princess Leia? Yeah. Uh, Trekkies. Oh, yeah. Number two, Amy Adams, another perfect combo of beauty and talent. Oh, yeah. And you don't talk real hot Amy Adams. You talk the uh, hot girl episode from The Office. She had her hair did up. She had a push-up bra going on. Woof. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Silver lining playbook. Shout out. <laughs> Looking Could, thick in that one. Couldn't put Jennifer Lawrence on your real list. She got bumped by Tangled, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jennifer Lawrence was barefoot a little bit more in that movie. She may have made the list. <laughs> I'm glad you're coming to terms with your kinks these days. I don't want to do nothing with them. Just, <laughs> And nice. Where was that uh that rabbit you kept sending <laughs> us pictures of last week? Oh, when I went to send Mahoney the link for the show this week, that was the last thing I sent him was Judy Hops in her lingerie. Oh, and then yeah. right before that was Judy Hops with uh dude's dick between her legs. Yeah, when I when I clicked on the link for the show this week, it was just that dick right in between <laughs> Judy Hops' legs. Surprise! Like, right. uh, no, no Judy Hops. On anybody's list. Nobody wants to fuck a rabbit this week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one of Ben's list, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Another longtime crush that I've always struck, uh, also has an age, struck by, uh, by rock, the rocking horse scene and career opportunities was my awakening. Can confirm. Yeah. Yeah, I watched. She, she was in The Rocketeer, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I watched The Rocketeer the other day. It was like, oh, I bet this has something to do. With a lot of my life. <laughs> with a lot of the yeah. soup I've made. You know what? Time to go fly the old jetpack again. Man, I really want to go to Target right now. Great Opportunities is a great fucking movie. Yeah, guys. it is. Holds up. I watched it a few years ago in the cold for the first time. It's still pretty good. The retail is still trash. It's not great. Let's see. Well, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Zero writes in. Had to search for the next one. Shout out to Wednesday Adams. She's too young to make my list now, but she's my first fictional crush. Additional shout out to Elves. 
Too young right now, but in 18 years, shout out. Shout out to elves. Shout out to elves. He means hot elves that are badass and sexy, not Keebler. I don't know why he's Keebler. With your sweet little cookie asses. Yeah. What's not sexy about a Keebler elf? Little chocolate chip dimple. Crack you open, lick that chocolate right out. Get that fudge stripe going. Now on to some hashtag likes Japan shit. Number six. Oh, boy. Uh, vanilla and chocolate from Nikopara. Uh, I believe you meant Chocola. <laughs> I believe you meant Count Chocula. I <laughs> did <laughs> say Chocola. My bad. Vanilla <laughs> Count Chocula is like his Wario. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Van Helsing is uh, va- he's Vanilla Helsing. <laughs> There you go. Yes. He's the enemy of Count Chocula. Yes. Oh, God. They should make Why that. Why haven't they done that? Wow. I am a genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm the smartest man that ever lived. Go Daniela Helsing. Holy shit. Uh, that's a package deal two cat girl maids. No, says, he says. Uh, number five, Booette from the internet. From, <laughs> from shy and timid to tongue out crazy. Like that's a sexy pervert Mario thing. Yes, it sure is. I Number... only know her from Kristen Allen drawing her. So. Number four, Subasa Hanikawa from Monogatari. More cat girls sensing a theme. Number three, Chi from Chobits. Robots he loves too, especially if they wear cute dresses. Number two, Callan from Code. GS, a badass mech pilot, and will lead your armies to world domination. And number one, Lum from Uberseh Yatsura. Best girl, he says. I am glad that you read that list because none of us could have done that. Maybe Kelly. <laughs> I had to lean forward because my eyes are not good, and those are letters that are in strange orders. <laughs> Java say Java. Now on to Cat's uh, list. The shout out to Thomas Sharp and MCU Loki. Because they're very great characters. And MCU MCU Loki is sexy as fuck. Yeah. 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 Another shout out to Christoph Gabin from the Ace Attorney Games. Best bad guy. <laughs> Number six, Death the Kid from Soul Eater. Everything must be symmetrical. One of my favorite characters from an awesome anime. Number five, Bucky slash Winter Soldier. He is a he a snack. He is a snack. He a snack. Number four, Levi. Unamused. Attacks Titans. Nuff said. Number three, Howl from Howl's Moving Castle. He'd rather die than not be beautiful. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> also a homeowner, so you got that going for him. Yeah. There you go. Number two, uh, Cap, America's ass, specifically Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Cap, is best Cap. We don't need any more validation. That's it. That is America's ass, after all. And number four, uh, Victor Frankenstein, especially McAvoy's. Aren't awkward fictional characters great? Frankenstein's a weird pull. Yeah. No judgment, but weird pull. You do you, girl. Number one. Number, Number one, one, all forms of Victor Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Number, and then he sees that they also made a list of shared crushes because sharing is caring, and that is adorbs, you guys. Love it. Uh, Konata from Lucky Star. She'd be the only one who could maybe beat Cat in Mario Kart. Sabrina, the Chilling Adventures version. They just say, which orgies? Next up, John Wick, Keanu Reeves' final form. 
Uh, Margot Robbie, who apparently can handle her hot wings. I have not seen that episode of Hot Ones yet. Yeah, I still need to watch that. Next up, it says Stalking Anarchy Whipped Cream Desserts. What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know I what don't... those words in that order mean. <laughs> yeah, I think those go to legal. <laughs> I think like... we're going to have another another quiet <laughs> bit here. <laughs> like... Also, I also enjoy a lot of those things, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> Okay. All right. Google that one later. Uh, and then number one, Yuno Gasai from Mirai Nikki. We could keep her from murdering all her friends and loved ones. I'm sure of it. That sounds real specific. Man, they went so far down the weeb hole. I don't know what this stuff is. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, this is real deep down the weeb hole. <laughs> Fucking love it. Love it. Get weird with it. I don't mind at all. Fucking do it. Uh, you got you haven't gone yet, Kelly, have you? I have not. I'll go next. What you got? Further down the weeb hole, but different weeb hole. <laughs> this is all just current stuff. This is these are all wrestlers. As I'm sure you would have guessed. Something that, a couple of retweets from you in a row the other day, and I said out loud to an empty room, God, stardom is just a Kelly Boner factory. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so number six, going with uh, Maki Ito, the leader of the Ito Respect Army. Uh, Is she the one that flipped off the camera? Yeah, she's the one. Middle fingers are always flying. Uh, in her promo recently that she cut in English, it was, thank you, fuck you all, bye-bye. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. Yeah, just learning all sorts of bad words in English. She also looks like she could be a stocking anarchy whipped cream dessert. Yeah, <laughs> she is, and and Lee has grown to appreciate her after he learned that she was fired from being in her idol group because her face is too big. <laughs> her sense. face is too big. <laughs> She's lovely. <laughs> no, her face is perfectly normal sized. Yeah. Uh, number five. Let's go. Let's head over uh, New Japan for a second. <laughs> Throw my boy Tanahashi on there. Ooh, got to see. Look at that that beautiful head of hair. Got a sweet, sweet dad abs. Nah, Tan Tanahashi's a fucking smoke show. Yeah, loves Common Rider. Got them Common Rider collab shirts. If Zero One was better, I'd definitely be buying that. He's fucking in a Common Rider movie, this crazy son bitch. He fucking sure is. Remember He's... when Tanahashi showed up to that fucking... Was it Wrestling Revolver in New Orleans in that hot-ass warehouse? And, like, yep. he was he was totally out of place. <laughs> but he crushed it. Yep. Uh, number four, Tony Storm. Uh, I would destroy every chair in the room. <laughs> <laughs> So there's only one place left for her to sit. <laughs> and it would be my face. Oh my. What a donk on her. Yep. Like that's white girls should not be allowed donks like that. No. It's it's a thick enough donk that it scared away the boomers. <laughs> She was on NXT, and the ratings went down. Particularly from their older demographic. It's like, oh no. What are they crazy. What are they doing with butts these days? <laughs> oh, I can't handle these butts anymore. 
Uh, number three, Zealy. Oh just, man! Yeah. Tremendous, tremendous Instagram. Yeah. Innovating thirst trap pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Innovating I, the greatest move of all time, which is let me push these boobs up for a sec so you can see my abs. <laughs> Just tremendous. Let the record show that I was on the ZLE bandwagon, like from the jump. Yep, you were. Zealy and Rhea Ripley, I made them stars. Yep. Zealy is the reason I got an Instagram. Because <laughs> I could not, you can't, without an account, you can't see stories. Yeah. And there's a lot of good content in those stories. Now there's a lot I, of dog content, which is still good. Yeah, I, I don't send Mahoney much dog content on Instagram. <laughs> I can't tell if they're real. <laughs> 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 Stop fair. sending these DGI pictures. That's fair. Uh, number two, we're going Hikaru Shida, uh, my favorite member of the AEW women's roster. She's, she's great. She's very Just cute. Seems seems real cool. And she learned English from watching the Harry Potter movies, so she has a slight British accent. Yep. Yeah, she's great. Very nice in the little bit of time that I talked to her at Japan, which was just her saying, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very nice interaction. It, it was. I didn't say anything stupid, and we kept walking. Which, what else do you want to in talking to exactly. us? Well, excuse me to you too, Miss Ma'am, sir. <laughs> oh, no, I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation oh, is gone away from me. Care for a bite of pigeon? <laughs> I'm spinning around. Why am I spinning? <laughs> I am crushing you now. <laughs> you are my crush. <laughs> and then number one, the reason why I started watching Mahoney's favorite show, Terrorist House. <laughs> Good old Hannah Kamira. My, the favorite, my favorite member of the stardom roster. Just... Looks like she could murder me, and I'd be all right with it. Another who is very has a very interesting look. Yeah, she has a very unique face. Because I think she's half Japanese, half Indonesian. I want to say. Oh wow! Is it too big for her favorite band? <laughs> <laughs> or is her face just right? I think I think it's okay. She hasn't been fired from anything for Imagine. it. Imagine. Okay. You just get called into like your boss's office, and they're like, "Your face is too big." <laughs> you know, we keep you if you could just change that yeah. face. Yeah, the, the last test is too big. You got <laughs> two days to make that face smaller. I gotta let you go. I thought I thought we talked about this wide ass face of yours. Yeah, I thought we told you to squeeze it down. <laughs> Are you wearing your scarves like we asked? Yeah. Yeah, number one, easily, Hannah, hot girl that's not afraid to throw shoot headbutts. Wow. No right. no EO on your list, huh? The Fed ruined her for me. <laughs> no, but she's she would be a shout-out if I had done shout-outs. Nice. Mel writes in on the Discord. He says, uh, Molly Parker. She played Marine in Lost in Space. Then Jade Chenoweth, 
He says, just this insanely sexy dancer with swag for days. What? Uh, what is she from, though? She is not really from anything as much as she's just a dancer who kind of went viral and uh, she dances a lot with Halsey. Mm. Oh. Uh, but she was in the follow-up to 300 and she was the president's daughter on The Last Ship. Ah. Uh. And I learned of her when Instagram said, hey, check this girl out. You might like her. And I said, yeah, you're right. I do. Thanks, Instagram. <laughs> and I just sent you all on Instagram. You sure uh, did. A picture of her. Yeah, you sure did. God Except bless. Except for you, Jose. Here, I'll send it to the 11th hour. You can <laughs> see it in a year and a half and you log into that. <laughs> I sent something. I sent something to the 11th hour Instagram the other day from my personal account. <laughs> So maybe you'll see it. Next up, Chloe Bennett from Agents of Shield, Katrina Law from Arrow, and now Hawaii Five O. Uh, Diane Lane, she's just a straight up stunning woman. He says. And lastly, my wife. My wife. <laughs> oh, Nailed it. Love it. And then, oh shit! Now it's uh, level seven. Nice. Killing it. And Mahoney says, "I am absolutely familiar with Jade Chen." <laughs> <laughs> She got some real abs going on. Got to say, nice. say what? What's Eric Magnus got to say? Oh, shit. Eric Magnus up in this Very excited bitch. about this one. Uh, he says... <laughs> well, I... <laughs> there's, several, there's several messages. <laughs> <laughs> yes. First of all, he says, I sent this to the wrong person. That's why I'm late. And then he does a whole list, and then he goes, wait, don't read that last one. It's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the list he meant to send. Honorable mention goes out to a girl I knew in 8th and ninth grade named Gretchen. She was one of my first crushes and the first real friend I had that I didn't grow up with. That's uh, nice. Number six, before the 80s, Linda Carter. Damn, she was fine. She is gorgeous to this day. Aaron Gray is Wilma Daring in the TV show Buck Rogers. She was slim, gorgeous, and wore the hell out of those uniforms. One of the first reasons I had a thing for white women. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Not er the first person to mention there either. Yeah. Number five, early 80s. Olivia Newton-John, because I don't know why. Christy McNichol from the pirate movie, for some reason I can't explain. I just remember liking her. Uh, number four, late 80s. Rebecca Schaefer from My Sister Sam. I had the biggest crush on her. She was the only reason I watched the show. Debbie Gibson, I saw the Lost in Your Eyes and Foolish Beat video and had a thing for her ever since because she looked like Gretchen. Debbie Gibson follows me on Twitter, by the way. Nice. Well, hot damn. Uh, number three, soap operas. Paige Turco from <laughs> Guiding Light also played April O'Neil in Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, Cricket Blair from The Young and the Restless and Kristen Forrester from Bold and the Beautiful. No shout outs to Golden or General Hospital on here. <laughs> damn. Aww. Number two, Navy crushes. A girl named Lou from my first command. She was the first file I had a crush. I had a chance, but I couldn't go through with it because I was unhappily involved with someone else. Buki Hello. from my second command, finest white woman I ever knew. I used to call her the female Fonz because she was fine as fuck, cool as hell, and ro rode a motorcycle. And she gave me the best compliment I ever got at the time when she told me, if you weren't such a dog, you could get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, really? That's awesome. And number one, my number one goes out to the two crushes I actually got to meet and smash. 
One was Yoko, and the other girl was named Ritsuko. Ritsuko was a champ. We talked for a year before we met, and a week before we met, while I was on the ship out of nowhere, she told me how rough she likes it and how much she likes being choked, and that she only does anal while she's asleep. What the fuck? Oh, (laughs) no. The day we met, she was going down on me, and she started choking herself. Later after, we fell asleep, and when we woke, she went to use the restroom, and she came out and said, you fucked me in the ass while I was asleep, didn't you? I started smiling and said, yeah, I did, and she replied, well, I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) What the... How the, do you keep sleeping through that though? The, Seriously. The podcast questions. The podcast does not condone condone this, even though it was kind of consensual. Oh no. <laughs> incredibly much. That's a real specific lane, but Suko is fucking right or die. Like, the go to move to waking somebody up is to like shake them. So <laughs> <laughs> how? Okay. My question is, she went to the bathroom, and she came out and said, you fucked me in the ass while I was asleep, didn't oh, you? So what on. happened? The the poop just slid right out, or what? <laughs> oh, I know that slide. <laughs> oh, no. I've been on that water trip. She's like, this ain't not my first time. That's how that works out. That's, this is, one, this is horrible. <laughs> 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 oh, we've gone too far. <laughs> Oh, great, Eric Magnus. You broke Kelly. <laughs> In the chat, he says she takes pills to sleep. <laughs> I was just, I was like, oh, she must be, like, passed out. She's not, like, asleep. Yeah. She's, like, you know, dead to the world. Well, she's in an ambient coma and, like, yeah. the <laughs> I only do anal when I do ambient. No judgment. You do you, Ritsuko. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> It makes it worse is that I watched in the past week all of Agretzko on t- on Netflix. <laughs> so I'm just imagining this poor f- fucking red panda just getting railed in her sleep. <laughs> Why? Why are you imagining a red panda getting anal? Because that's sleep? her name is Retsuko. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, fantastic. That's what got that a real Judy Hops thing going on right now, Kelly. No, <laughs> it's upsetting to me. I don't like it. All <laughs> that, Mahoney. What's your list? Take us home. Oh my God. Uh, my list. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Sarah Michelle Geller, who was mentioned earlier, and Kate Beckinsale, who I think was mentioned earlier. I don't remember. Uh, number six, Sophie Turner. Anytime she's not in an X Men movie. Yeah, especially because when she's just like so being bored. herself. Yeah, yeah. When she can dress herself and is not styled by the Fox people, uh, she's a smoke show. Uh, number five. This is an odd poll that no one, of, none of you have ever heard of, but I, fun Mahoney fact, I'm a big fan of the show So You Think You Can Dance, and way back when on season three there was a dancer named Lauren, and uh, big time crush on her. Lauren Gottlieb. Who I then later looked up years after to be like, whatever happened to Lauren Gottlieb? And she's a famous Bollywood actress. Oh, that, okay. That out. She did so, the Sonny Leone path. Yeah. Uh, number four, Katie Holmes. Especially uh, when I was like, oh, cool. Katie Holmes is pretty cute. And then I watched The Gift and was like, oh, 
Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, I've she seen uh, Katie Holmes showed up in Ray Donovan with braces, and it was really weird. Oh, that's very weird. I don't. That's that's odd. Go figure. I, Number three. Braces, or if her character just had braces, and if it was just her character, that's a weird choice. Yeah. Why? Why Ray Donovan? Were you like, you know what you need? Braces. In uh, India. Ray Donovan was uh, a big deal. Like that was one of the shows they had on their their local station. But in India, they pronounced V's as W's, so it was Ray Donovan. <laughs> all right, all right. You WWE. <laughs> uh, my number three is a formative moment in my life. But it's Mike Piazza's wife, Alicia Richter, who was a Playmate of the Month in, like, 95. Uh, and she has stuck with me ever since. Nice. Uh, number two, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner's adorable. And when she was on <laughs> Alias, like, she's hot. She's great. Love Jennifer Garner. She deserves so much better than Ben Affleck in his, his terrible ways. Hey, oh, whoa, 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 hey. You're probably right. Ben Affleck yeah. has reached the point of his career where he's the uh, ragtag basketball high school coach in a yep. new movie that we saw a trailer yeah, I for. I don't want to talk about that movie. That trailer bummed me out. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, Ben. <laughs> Just terrible. Motherfucker, you won an Oscar. Going back for that second. Uh, and number one, uh, they mentioned it earlier. Maybe it was Vetter. I can't remember who it was, but uh, Kelly from Saved by the Bell, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. That was definitely my first crush. Mm. Loved her. Talk about someone with a wide face. Definitely got a wide face. Plenty of other places for your eyes to linger. She was good in uh, White Collar on USA. I never watched that. You would enjoy that show. Sounds like it. And then uh, we got one more on Discord here, Lee. Oh, who's it from? Oh, what do we got? It, it Who is, is it from? from my wife. <laughs> Solid. All right. So maybe sort of in an order. This is just off the top of my head. Uh, Harrison Ford, obviously, even though he's a cranky old man, he still makes my heart go pitter patter. Uh, the old man's sexy energy. Yep. Uh, Patrick Warburton. She will always love that voice. Uh, Donald Glover, cute, talented, and funny. Gal Solid. Gadot, of all the hot superheroes, she's the hottest, and she seems like a very sweet person. They played the Wonder Woman 84 trailer before Birds of Prey, and I got goosebumps. Uh, I'm super stoked for that. Uh, Margot Robbie, in love with her since Wolf of Wall Street. And yeah, The yeah. Rock, he has it all. A great voice, a great sense of humor, and, you know, lots of muscles. <laughs> Lots and lots of muscles. What? No, uh, Channing Tatum. She she thinks he's super funny. Oh, I'll shout out Channing Tatum. <laughs> Specific shout out. And that's it. Fucking lovely. This was fun. Did it, you guys? This is fun. Well, I I thank everybody for uh, patronizing me with doing this list this week because it is timely. And thematically appropriate. But next week, because we've already been talking about it in the Discord. Next week, shit gets real. We gotta do top six breakfast. Yeah. Yep. Because the yep. the conversation has been 
vigorous. So now, well, we gotta settle. Is it top six breakfast where you build a breakfast out of six different breakfast foods, or is it just build your perfect breakfast? It's it's kind of like uh, think back to the top six pizza episode where it can be a specific item like a like it was a specific pizza with toppings so it could be a specific breakfast item it could be a specific breakfast like spot it could be a specific breakfast memory whatever okay. like do well, I'm do all about it do your list the way you want to do it like cuz we did discuss like doing building a breakfast with the six but fuck it let's let's go balls to the wall no rules top six breakfast love it you guys don't want to just no do it right now. Moment. Just do it right now. <laughs> no, I I need to think about this for for double a good up and while. keep it rolling. Kelly, <laughs> what's your list? I was, talking about, I was thinking about you know doing the uh, the build a breakfast, but if we're opening the door, oh man, that just well you can... see. I like I like this. I like this better because I've got definitely like breakfast moments that I can throw on my list, and like building a breakfast is hard because some breakfast foods just don't really go great together. Right. Yep. Okay. This is gonna be great. We haven't done, we haven't done a food one in a while. Yeah. yeah. Food ones are the best. All right. Let's talk comic books and get the fuck out of here. I'm quite keen on comic books, especially the ones about superheroes. So, uh, new Ant Man is great. Written by Zeb Wells with a Dylan Burnett on art. The scene where Scott is just living in an anthill in Florida. Gets <laughs> in a place to stay is great. They're really kind of falling up on the dirtbag Nick Spencer run, which I really liked. I liked it a lot. And <laughs> so these guys hire him to go check out why their bees are leaving their bee farm. And he's like, oh, fucking, you can talk to the bees too. I thought you were Ant Man. There's not like a bee man. It's like, I can talk to all the bugs. And then he goes, you find where the bees are going. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. They're is a bee man and it's swarm the sentient pile of nazi bees so. <laughs> and every once in a while i forget swarm exists and every time he comes back i'm like oh yeah what a dumb idea <laughs> i like it i like that there's bees that were like you know what i think we should be nazis yeah <coughs> yeah Let's see uh batman 88 okay don't love it. It's all right. Let's see where it goes. This weird, weird left turn after where these uh, uh, King Run was going. It's very thematically different, which is not a bad thing. We'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. Uh, Daredevil seventeen is fucking excellent, man. So good, just killing it, just killing it. But Matt finally, you know, he meets the mother of the guy that he accidentally killed, like, and she forgives him, and it's really really powerful like it's really really good yeah it's, it's real good daredevil and not because he's like doing superhero shit but it's because he's just fucking miring through some shit which is that's when daredevil's at his best like it's really really great it's, it's just a well-written book about a guy going through some stuff yeah going through some stuff and every once in a while he does some ninja shit but for the most part just going through some stuff uh, I'm fucking done with this Young Justice book, man. It's just fucking boring. Like, goddamn. Yeah, I gave up on it too. Like, just like you got all these characters together, 
made a big deal about it. They haven't done shit. Like, no. They haven't done anything, really. It is just fucking drag. So tap not on that one. Um, um, really enjoyed the uh, Spider-Man War focused uh, Spider-Verse issue. Which also featured Swarm. Yeah, also featured an alternate universe swarm, yeah. So, okay, yeah, so so technical difficulties. We uh, lost, Nice lost the internet, lost the stream. Yeah, you guys missed out. about four hours of quality show. <laughs> oh, yep. it, was just, it was like, we were all fucking fired. Jose yep. was on. Yep. It was oh, it was good. It was good. But, you know, you'll you'll never hear it now, and it's a goddamn shame. No. Um, it's now 7 a.m. on Wednesday, and we're finally <laughs> wrapping things up. Yep. Boy, it was a... we talked about our breakfasts. We all went and made one. Fucking yeah. made breakfast. We went. We got. We got flapjacks. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, but no, we got but... some grits to kiss. Thanks everybody that wrote in their list of crushes. Hope you all have a happy Valentine's Day. If you th- got a minute, you're thinking about it. Let your boy know happy birthday. Send Kelly some love. Yeah, and w- and when you're spending your time with your Valentine, think of me. Yeah, just a little bit, just, just, just uh, not, not the whole time. That'd be weird. But no, just, think just, of me the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. The like whole every, time. Every, especially during that one certain time. If especially you're not, during that time. If you're not moaning time. Kelly's name, you're yep. doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I want you to point like your Babe Ruth and say, <laughs> "This one's for you, Kelly." Yeah, or you're not calling Spurt. out Kelly's name. Have them call. Call, call him Kelly. Yeah. Works for everybody. Everybody can do it. It works. Yeah, it works regardless. So, yeah, yeah just, just think of me while you're laying that pipe or getting your pipe laid. Yeah. We know the, what side of the pipe equation you get you, you get your land on. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come back next week. We'll be talking about uh, our Valentine's. Talk about that Sonic. Yep. I'm seeing it Sunday. Yep. My kid is so fucking hypersonic, you guys. It's a, it's a real it's a real deal. Uh, so, and then, uh, by all means, man, hit us up on the Discord. Talk about your fucking breakfast. Top six yeah. breakfast. Right in. Let us know how much you spurted when you thought of me. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. Still email us, podcast at panelsonpages.com. You can still find us on the Twitter. All that good stuff. Uh, no matter what you do, just hang out. We'll be back next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. For Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, and our good buddy Mahoney, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. And we talk to you fools next week. Night. Love you. Bye-bye. That's it. Show's over. We're done. See you next Tuesday.